Hi, Logan. Hi. Oh, so time is finally here. It's almost time for the finales. Yeah. I know. Deep, deep breath. What have we been telling everybody? Deep breath. I know, okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, <laughs> listen, I would be fine if, if showrunners would stop doing interviews. Yeah, I think. <laughs> You know they just do it too to stir the pot so they get people to tune in and watch it. But like, it's so hard. This is the thing that stresses people out. Is it so hard to tell like when they're being real with us mm-hmm. and when they're just being mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's so hard to tell mm-hmm. the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like for example, with 1005, the reason everybody was so like, I don't know. The reason it was so unexpected was because legitimately Derek was telling us what was going to happen and Derek never tells us what's going to happen. I know. So like, <laughs> like everybody just, was I'm, like, no, I know. <laughs> if Derek says it, it's not true. <laughs> it was true. Yeah. But you know, I'm going to count that as the one outlier and you know, maybe... I don't know though. See, I can't trust it now. I know. So... Neither, can, neither can I. I'm so I'm, I'm holding out hope. So we'll see this week. Okay. I am, let me put it this way. I am operating under the assumption that I will still be watching the shows in the fall, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> I am also preparing myself for everything that I fear Yeah, I know. <laughs> just in case. And then I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do because I can't, I will say this. I'm sure everybody's read the articles. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't want anybody to freak out when I say this, but I can't watch another season of Sad Sylvie. That's not something I I, I have the capacity for. I so know. if season eleven turns out to be Sad Sylvie, I I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't yeah. I don't know. I know. So well, you know I'm, I'm hopeful that. that it won't be Sad Sylvie because I really don't want the show to put me through that. But I know I, I kind of have to brace myself because. <sighs> 1005 hurt and I, I really know. don't want to go through that again I know I know so I'm so I'm, I'm gonna cross my fingers hope for the best and well what's funny is um you know our mutual friend Katie mm-hmm. <laughs> she is like um preparing for the worst for Hakami and I'm totally convinced Hakami's gonna be fine and then I'm preparing for the worst for Bretzi and she's totally convinced that Bretzi's gonna be fine so we like are That's trading good. we trade encouragement okay I need to go yell at Katie then because she has not said a word of this to me and I'm gonna go reassure her she's trying time. not to let Derek get to her from I what I understand but like it's hard you know yeah, it is I mean finale time is especially with Derek like the other showrunners don't bother me so much like they don't go out there and like taunt us the way Derek does mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> He's, he's straight up mean sometimes like um every year you know Gina and Bryna interview him right and theirs mm-hmm. is coming up and in the group chat I said can you just like ask him to stop talking because I mm-hmm. am at capacity mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna ask him that but that was just my little comment I was I like just can you just I ask know. him to not anymore because I can't handle mm-hmm. another interview with a showrunner right no. now <laughs> except I for them I'll listen to theirs because they ask the questions that everybody wants to know the mm-hmm. answers to. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited because they gave us like a little sneaky peeky of some mm-hmm. of the questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pumped. Y'all yeah. got going to have to listen to that when it comes out because I'm excited. It's always good. I mean, anything with <clears throat> Gina and Brenna, fantastic. Chef's, chef's I good. feel like it gives us a better idea of what's going to happen than when he talks to like TV line or whatever. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I remember last year, 
he told Bryna, he said, I always like think about scenes that Bryna's going to want to watch like a thousand times. <laughs> and he was like, there are several of those in here. Yeah. And, he, and, and I know exactly now mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking mm-hmm. back on the episode and what he said, which scenes he thought those were going to be. And they mm-hmm. were in fact, ones that people have watched thousands mm-hmm. and thousands of times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that gave me like a better idea of what was going to happen than like the way he talked to TV line and the name of the episode being no survivors. Like, come on. <laughs> I know. I know. So I know. anyway, it's finale time. So it's it time, you know, to take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. also I'm of the opinion that uh, if you prepare for the worst, then everything else is mm-hmm. surprisingly delightful. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Because <laughs> right now, all they have to do is leave Bretzy together and I'm totally happy with anything mm-hmm. else that happens in that finale. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's, I don't need anything else. No, I know. And I mean, in general with the shows this past week, and we'll get it into it into their in their individual parts, but like they're messing with us right before these finales, really. Like especially- I listen <laughs> Med, especially like 21, which we'll get to. Yeah. Like there was a thing that happened and I was immediately like, oh what? Yeah. Yeah. Like this is gonna be a mess. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna be a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that with a smile because it's one Chicago. So like mm-hmm. it's especially mm-hmm. med, it's kind of like an amusing mess. Mm-hmm. Oh, it <laughs> like is. Like the way we laughed is. when Crockett got caught like dating <laughs> Blake and mm-hmm. her daughter at the mm-hmm. same time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was just like so ridiculous that it was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Ned to me is like that, but also this is going to be, it's going to be a, sh- a shit show. It's really, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So is BD. They're all just going to be <laughs> very messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except mm-hmm. maybe fire. I don't know. I think the messiest thing about fire is going to be Emma. That, once again, we, we reserve, we'll reserve some special time during fire to discuss. No, we will. But I'm just saying, I oh, of all the 100%. ones, I think fire is probably going to be the least messy, except for that part. That part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. Because man, that girl is evil. Mm-hmm. 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 <clears throat> but anyway, so that's sort of where we are now. <laughs> so, yeah, so everybody, just take that deep breath and you know sit back and just kind of enjoy with question quotation just marks go to the it. store get you some <laughs> wine and ice cream and you know chocolate and kleenex whatever you yes. need mm-hmm. have it there with you mm-hmm. and you just you know just don't break your television <laughs> mm-hmm. i know derek seems to think we're gonna throw things don't don't throw things no unless throw things. unless they're willing to like reimburse us for the technology don't do that don't listen do that. they need to reimburse us for therapy yeah Especially after 10.05. What the heck? I know. I know. <laughs> that like ruined me. That wrecked me. What the mm-hmm. heck? How are you going to use the 200th episode I... to send my comfort character to Oregon? I know. <laughs> <laughs> really? I know. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> so we're going to start with so episode 20 of med mm-hmm. i have to like clarify season seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh end of the day anything can happen is the name of the episode and the summary is 
Dylan helps the daughter of a mob boss. A grandmother comes to med desperate to save her grandson. Ethan struggles with some shocking news about his father. Will and Vanessa care for Maggie's high school classmate. Um, <laughs> so the Dylan plot in this, I'm sure everybody else had like PTSD flashbacks to like Will going undercover, mm -hmm. right? Like we all sort of went, ah, oh, not mm -hmm. this again. <laughs> mm -hmm. At least there's no chance of a bloody wedding dress at the end of this one. Yeah. Which, yay for that, I guess. <laughs> That's like the minimum I can take from this. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you know, uh, that was a tense situation because if mm -hmm. you can't help the little girl, who knows what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they did a really good job with the guy being like that, like kind of Russian mob boss of like, he played very good. Like he yeah. very He looks pretty good with tattoos too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying no, I, no, I wouldn't agree. a bad look for him. No, it was not. It absolutely was not. <laughs> I can see why he has a very young, pretty wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mm -hmm. get that. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so yeah, he helps the little girl. Um, I mean, there's not much there there. It was just the case. And, you know, she just and had it got, you know, some medical it, condition that right he figured the, out. the important part of that is that it brought him into melina's like case uh-huh the inner circle of that and they had to kind of act like they didn't really they didn't hide it well no they did not hide it at like no, no they were terrible at it no which is <laughs> like they're, they're both cops like you both should know better at this point like i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> an, an ex-cop and an undercover cop i Shouldn't you be better at this yeah. by now? <laughs> One would expect. Yeah. Uh, you know, just mm -hmm. a thought. Maybe mm -hmm. work on that a mm -hmm. little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so, of course, since they're not very good at it, it ends with one of the guys from the mob mm -hmm. seeing them together outside in the mm -hmm. open. <laughs> and their hands grazing one another. I can't. Like, really, man? <laughs> You're the one that told her you needed to stop seeing each other because it was going to put her in danger. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so that was that plot. And the other plot was a grandmother comes to med desperate to save her grandson, which this one was, that one hurt me a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was so scared that the grandmother was going to die. I was just like. Because med can sometimes really mess with us that, I mean, it's no. understandable. It's a medical show. So not everybody's going to be saved. So it was just like, it was hard, but it's like this kid with the liver condition, he already lost his parents. And I was like, don't make him lose his grandmother. He can't lose her too. No. And I was so scared for like a second that that was what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. oh, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but it turned out to be a, a, a story with a, a good ending. So mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really know if there was any like actual bearing on anything there. It was just a case. Well, no, I know, but it, that was the whole thing with Blake and Crockett of, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Of, you know, they're still doing their thing. It's fine. It is what it is for them. <laughs> they're still, you know, they're managing and they're still <clears throat> kind of figuring out the okay, balance I of that relationship. Now. Yep. She and, couldn't do, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's all good. I'm remembering um, now. <laughs> um, 
with the grandmother getting part of the surgery of obviously part of her liver taken out there was like this little like staple or closure that mm-hmm. needs to be done and apparently it came loose and so one would have thought like every like Crockett just honestly thought you know maybe it just didn't get secured properly under side you know stuff happens in surgery well at the end of the episode we find out that Blake has has some problems with uh <laughs> grasping things like particularly with her like thumb and index finger and it, then it shakes and it's just like oh that's, that's not good when it comes to a surgeon you need steady hands and so yeah. when your hands start to shake not good not good at all not good at all no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah that was that was uh the big dramatic sort of revelation mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. um and so obviously there's something wrong that she needs to figure out what mm-hmm. it is and that's kind of how that ends um and then of course we have ethan struggling with the revelation that his dad mm-hmm. was gay mm-hmm. um which that was i mean brian t is so good like I, I, it's no wonder he got a job playing nicole kidman's husband i know he's brilliant um but uh, this plot is very interesting and also sort of weird like i, I understand just feeling like you you suddenly don't know the person that mm-hmm. raised you even if mm-hmm. he was sort of mean yeah. um you know, I, I get sort of being like, who was this guy mm-hmm. that I knew my whole life, but never really knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an interesting plot. I'm not really remembering exactly what happened with it in this episode, though, because I I'm know. thinking of the most recent one. Yeah, I mean, I, since nothing else particularly comes to mind, I'm not super. Was this the one? No, that was the other one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what happened with it in this episode. I know I'm trying to remember too, and I'm having. Was it maybe just him talking to Doctor Charles? I think so. Yeah, because it's the next one. We kind of will go into yeah. So yeah, yeah no, this. So was... it was it was yeah. him basically just trying to figure it out with Doctor yeah. Charles. Which I, if I yeah, those were some lovely moments. Yeah, because now yeah, see this one and just got to talk it out, and then we remember. <laughs> was this the no? Was it last? Ep- was it the episode before this one? Which episode did he tell Archer to like keep the position as chief oh, of the it was, ED? It was th- it was this. It one. was this one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ethan, <gasps> you were our only hope. <laughs> I know. So this this had better mean this is the, the strife that's going to happen in season eight that Archer goes mad with power and then the civil war breaks out in the ED against everybody. So that's what I'm hoping. Oh no, I you know it kind of makes me okay because we talked about last episode how there were people mm-hmm. afraid that brian t is gonna leave the show Mm-mm. and i in that episode i was like i don't really see anything that would cause that to happen mm-hmm. but i will admit in this episode when he was like archer you can keep it you can stay the chief of the ed i was like oh mm-hmm. does that is that's not a good sign mm-hmm. uh i still don't really think he's gonna leave but that one moment i was like wait what yeah it was weird yeah. like what yeah. what <laughs> I know it's still it feels I mean I get it at the same time because he's dealing with a lot right now Mm -hmm. and probably doesn't need that on top of all of it Mm -hmm. but also yeah I don't I don't know it's how I feel about it yeah (laughs) other than great Archer has a permanent power now that's Mm -mm. gonna be wonderful I know I wish everybody could see the face that I'm making right now I'm just like "Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) don't want it don't like it don't need it no thank you 
you know, I don't know. I guess, I guess they've decided they like having him as like the, the force that people clash against because that's really what he's there for. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much the soul. He's the ceiling that they hit every time mm-hmm. they try to do something. Mm-hmm. But um, just so we don't get too much on an nurture tangent, because I could honestly talk about just wanting to be mad at him for like hours on end. Um, but I did enjoy <laughs> the, um, you know, like friendship and just like therapy session between Choi and Dr. Charles mm-hmm. this episode it was just very nice because it's like we don't get to see that we haven't seen that as much within the well, last couple episodes this season I mean he's Brian's he's been gone yeah for like most of the season but every time he's been on mm-hmm. they've really played up his relationship with Dr. Mm-hmm. Charles mm-hmm. um which I've loved because that's mm-hmm. not a combination that I mean we saw it but we didn't see it a lot mm-hmm. in previous mm-hmm. seasons so it's nice that they've gotten to really like dig into that together mm-hmm. I liked I've liked that I've enjoyed that um also, I was just happy that they ended on a scene with them at Molly's which because once again yeah pd is there come on med goes to molly's why why can't you go to molly's what what's the problem everybody else goes too bright why are you the only ones not dark enough (laughs) the twinkle lights it's the twinkle lights they're too happy (laughs) absolutely Absolutely. that's hilarious (laughs) um and then the last thing is will and vanessa care for maggie's high school classmate um which I was totally convinced that this guy was going to end up being Vanessa's dad. Totally convinced. I, and then Maggie I, was like, oh yeah. no. I was like, what? Yeah, no, they. I fell for that pretty hard. And it's just because they gave everybody those little crumbs of like, oh, the I'm allergies. allergic. And I'm just like, yeah, I shouldn't have fallen for it. And I fell for it. It's my own fault. <laughs> but I mean, what it does lead to is Vanessa asking Maggie to get in touch with her mm-hmm. actual dad, which that's gonna be mm-hmm. i'm i'm concerned <laughs> yeah i'm concerned yeah which we'll talk more about when we talk about the next episode but yeah i'm concerned yeah um <laughs> we'll leave it at that yeah. i this episode again i feel like there is so much going on on men well right yeah now. and there was even the whole like kind of comedic plotline of everybody talking about will's apartment building (laughs) episode that it's just like like i get it like i'm glad we're talking about it because it's a big investment for will yeah this is the one where he ash like doris is like i have a tenant for you Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah doris oh doris uh (laughs) and that's a bad idea let's talk about that asher and and will living across from each other in the building that he owns why are we thinking this is a good idea? What could go wrong? I don't know. <laughs> what? This is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. This is awful. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mostly because I don't like the person that Will becomes around her. It's not Asher's fault, really. No. It's just the way that he responds to her. Mm-hmm. And I don't enjoy it mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all. Um <laughs> So I really am not looking forward to seeing Mm-mm. more of that, but whatever. It's fine. I like, I'm surprised by how much I actually like Asher, like a separate from yeah. Will. If they keep yeah. her like mm-hmm. in her own lane, mm-hmm. I, I really do enjoy her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been interesting, like getting to see her um, after the drug problem. I mean, I know 
an addict never really recovers there yeah. she's always going to be dealing with it but but to seeing see her, her like, like flourish come back right yeah. yeah like sort of regaining her ground mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has been an interesting mm-hmm. plot i liked that mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm curious to see more of her but i really hope they just like keep her in will with a little separation between them mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't seem likely considering they're going to be living across the hall from each other mm-hmm. momentarily when we talk about the next episode there's a little bit more to mention <laughs> yeah. on the subject <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was 20 let's move on to 21 um so this episode is called lying doesn't protect you from the truth i i get i know we say this every episode but y'all gotta do something about these seven word titles i can't (laughs) i just it's a full (sighs) sentence now the titles are are a full Mm -hmm. sentence uh Mm -hmm. you you gotta that's not that's not that's not gonna work Mm -hmm. um (laughs) anyways the episode description scott and Choi treat a patient shot during a drug raid charles and taylor work together to properly diagnose a motivational speaker halstead and asher turn to marcel for help with a pregnant patient um before let's talk about ethan first because i have to uh (laughs) so ethan's plot where he really goes and like starts to talk to his dad's like like boyfriend lover partner partner were they partners i'm really confused know. about their I relationship know. and how yeah. it worked but anyways yeah. he goes to talk to him and they showed for a split second this horrible photoshop i know i it's one of those things that i i'm i i've made acceptance of myself i'm not gonna criticize it too greatly it's it, it wasn't it wasn't good by any means like at all it was but, it was terrible i know i'm sorry i'm not normally that nitpicky but like when you show something and you linger I on it know. for that long it needs to look they better should, than there that. was other things they could have lingered on and it did not need to be that it did not need to be that no you are correct um <laughs> anyways but yeah that's so his plot basically aside from the case mm-hmm. is him just trying to reconcile with this man's role in his dad's life mm-hmm. um and i don't know it, it really creeped me out when they showed the mantle with pictures of of, of ethan and his sister on it yeah. i was like i get where you're I, coming I, from i do i get that like apparently him and ethan's dad had this secret relationship going for ethan's whole life but at the same time i'm like yeah, I think I would it, feel weird if I walked to a man's house that I didn't know and there was a picture of me in my let's say my college graduation cap and gown on his mantle. Yeah, I I would know. It's, find that very strange. I think they probably could have done it a bit better, but I I think I understood though where they were trying to come from that it was this like, you know, this very much looking in on it that this guy was a part of Ethan's father's life so importantly and then it was just like a guy looking in but still getting to be a part of it but not sure really knowing. yeah just- no i understood that he's kind of viewed them as his family because he knew so much about them from mm-hmm. ethan's dad but at the same time was- like if if i put myself in ethan's shoes yeah and it- i walked into someone's house that yeah. i did not know this man yeah and there was a picture of me 
and my brother on his yeah. mantle i would not have <laughs> reacted as well as ethan did i would have been yeah. like uh what <laughs> yeah i think it's just the execution wasn't the greatest and i think that just added to it all uh, yeah I, I mean i think they could have I think the better way would have been the reverse of that where like Ethan found pictures in his dad's things Mm -hmm. of him and this guy together through the years Mm -hmm. I think that would have been better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but because I'm also really confused like about this relationship were they like partners the whole time and like they're they're... maybe we'll find out more I don't know yeah, I hope we do because I just kind of want some clarification on yeah. how it worked. Yeah, like, we just, we need more details. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If we could hear from Ethan's mom, that'd be great. I mm-hmm. I, I would mm-hmm. like that very much. That might clear some things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying. Um, but apart from that part of it, we did have Dylan and Ethan working on a case together for this like officer that was shot during a drug raid. Mm-hmm. Um, that had like an old bullet mm-hmm. in him apart from the one that he recently currently mm-hmm. was shot mm-hmm. with um and then his wife uh basically feeling like he didn't want her to know anything and that he cared more about his cop buddies than he did mm-hmm. about her um and i got to say ethan and dylan kind of pulled some shady shit at the yeah. end yeah it was a bit yeah. emotionally manipulative, but yeah, but they, they corrected themselves in some parts. Uh, but it was still it was. They showed basically. I, I mean, I don't. We don't summarize anymore. But yeah. just to say, they showed her the body cam footage mm-hmm. of him asking for her to try and convince her um, not to do like an, a procedure that would limit him from being in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, so I get it like dylan was like no this guy would want to be a cop we -hmm. gotta like do something about this Mm -hmm. i get it and this is what i said in the group chat i said if this were the season seven crossover where they wanted to take a piece of stella's lung Mm -hmm. i would have wanted connor to do that if it was stella's family Mm -hmm. that was wanting to make the decision Mm -hmm. um so i get it Mm -hmm. because if you think about it that way okay right obviously this man is passionate about his job and he needs to keep doing it Mm -hmm. but it was sort of underhanded oh yeah Um, yeah I mean what's that's also what everybody's known for at Chicago Med for the most part except for Crockett which is why we don't want to go to Med yeah yeah if we're ever in an emergency in the one Chicago universe we're we're gonna go to Lakeshore (laughs) Mm-hmm. just saying i'm just mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll go there thanks <laughs> um yeah so that was interesting that they did that um yeah and then i think with uh this plot as well this is all dylan's side of this is the mm-hmm. one that had me going like <sighs> what the f-? so like he and melena obviously uh sort of find out that they're they've been caught she's been her cover is blown because of uh-huh. this drug raid because of everything that went down uh-huh. there's obviously a mole somebody is 
um, leaking information and mm-hmm. somebody knows mm-hmm. that it, Melina's in danger. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Dylan, we do find out her name, obviously. I wasn't sure if that was an undercover name, but that's not her real name. It's, yeah, Melina is. She's told him that Melina wasn't her real name, that it was an undercover name, but she wouldn't tell him what her yeah. real name was until yeah. this past episode. Which it was Joe? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Joe. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like um, I'm still expecting something more, but it is what it is on that front. Uh, for right now, I'm just going to keep calling her Melina because that's Fair. what we've been calling her. Fair. And that's just going to be what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Dylan. Dylan tells her all about his co-worker that owns an apartment building and if she needs to lay low that's a great place to lay low excuse me (laughs) what could go wrong you're gonna take your undercover cop girlfriend who has Russian mafia after her and put her in Will's like circle of interactions Mm -hmm. I'm sorry no <laughs> yeah no and this is after the um vascom rep the sales girl whatever. oh yeah which we'll get to but this is dylan's yeah. side of it like yeah. dylan apart from yeah. any of that yeah. when dylan did that i was like mm-hmm. what are you doing man mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't just mm-hmm. put your friend in danger like that mm-hmm. that was no. stupid find her like a motel somewhere mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with anybody in your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't uh, what <laughs> yeah um <laughs> so there was that uh it says we've already kind of talked about it so that halstead and asher mm-hmm. um turned to crockett to get some help with a, a pregnant patient mm-hmm. um is what this says so <laughs> with halstead and, and asher working together um <sighs> we see will acting the way that i i, I despise when we talked about yeah. how he reacts to her this is what i mean it annoyed me mm-hmm. so i was like here we go here we go again save this, your this complex will happening yep. all over again yep um so <laughs> basically uh asher kind of says to him hey you know i noticed that like you didn't catch my rent check and he was like oh um it bounced it it mm-hmm. bounced <laughs> mm-hmm. and she's like oh i'm good for it and he's like yeah you don't have to worry about it it's it's fine you know and um he does all this stuff in this episode to like protect her and like mm-hmm. not i guess make sure that she doesn't feel too stressed out is yeah, kind so of the way i took it yeah that, so she doesn't yeah. turn to drugs yeah because that's the only response to stress apparently <laughs> If, if you're a recovering addict, I guess mm-hmm. he doesn't like trust that she can work that out on her own, mm-hmm. uh, which she kind of says to him, she's like, uh, that's not your business. That's my business. Mm-hmm. How I respond to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's treating her with kid gloves, which is very patronizing. Mm-hmm. And it speaks to his like hero God complex thing that he has going on. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, this is no this is not the will we want we don't need this anymore like Mm -hmm. this is what we want Mm -hmm. in the past we don't want this back no nope nope i've had a very good season without seeing this version of you yeah and of course when hannah comes back that's when this guy comes back Mm -hmm. i I don't want it i don't want it (laughs) let's move past this Mm -hmm. and bring back the will that we've had all season long because Mm -hmm. i can't can't take it hope my hope is that this episode kind of nipped that in the bud Mm -hmm. but We'll see, I guess. 
mm-hmm. going forward if they use that anymore oh, i hope they don't because mm-hmm. i really don't like that side of him no. at all i mean uh, but in the end she yeah. gives him cash for the rent mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so they're all paid up that's all good the case um also bleeds into the marcel and blake drama mm-hmm. uh which is that she has decided to do physical therapy to treat her tremors instead of surgery yeah because it ends up being that there's like the disc in her spine that's compressed and that which wow like geez (laughs) that can affect your hands that's crazy yeah uh anyway so she decides to treat it with physical therapy which marcel's like but you have to do surgeries in the meantime Mm -hmm. like that's that's not good Mm -mm. And he kind of puts his foot down a little bit. He's like, if you do this the way you're doing this, I'm going to have to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, okay. So he kind of forces her hand a little bit to step mm-hmm. back from the surgeries, which of course, what comes up after this? A surgery they need her for. We've got, there's like a pregnant patient who fatty, needs- The fatty liver issue. Yeah, she has a fatty liver. Yeah. So- um, yeah so that happened <laughs> and so marcel has to do it it's very stressful i mean it's it turns out it turns out fine he does it but yeah that so that sort of came back around on them yeah and so she yeah it still felt a little weird to me because for most of the episode he was like you can't be doing surgery you can't be doing all this and then he wanted her to join him in <laughs> he a was bit. like get in here and she's like no and so <laughs> I felt very confused by that, but yeah. it was whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I think he was just scared. And he was like, I, yeah. I can't do this. I can't, I can't do it. Um, but it didn't make any sense. You're right. No. Yeah. So, but she then ultimately decides to get the surgery. Um, that's what she tells him at the end that she's going to get the surgery, mm-hmm. which obviously is going to happen next week. So mm-hmm. yay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, and then separate from that, Yeah, so separately from that, we have Will, who's leaving the hospital and basically is threatened by the Vascom girl, who's, by the way, I said this joke in the pod squad. Her name is Jessa. The last girl on in One Chicago that we knew at, named Jessa was Smart Girl that Matt dated uh-huh. that like cyber stalked him a little uh-huh. bit. <laughs> you can't trust any girls named Jessa. No, uh, no offense to anyone no. named Jessa, but if you're in the One Chicago universe and you're named Jessa, I, I don't want to know you <laughs> so because she uh lost it a little mm-hmm. bit um mm-hmm. like he's gonna ruin her life mm-hmm. even though no you ruin your own life mm-hmm. honey mm-hmm. <laughs> you did that to yourself <laughs> um and basically kind of threatened them mm-hmm. a little bit so Which, I'm not gonna lie it was a little entertaining for her to be like this tiny woman <laughs> kind of threaten Will Halstead a little bit I know it's not good because I mean it is obviously a very ser- serious situation yeah. anytime you're going to threaten somebody but it's just really like just even the height dynamics of the situation just I found very entertaining and I did laugh a little bit even though yeah. I don't want Will Halstead being threatened again for any reason but it was a little entertaining well like, you put that together with, with, with Dylan putting yeah. his, wanted, his undercover cop girlfriend who's wanted by the Russian mafia yeah in will's building then yeah. will's just surrounded by danger just, just bad and therefore since asher's across the hall she's surrounded by danger mm-hmm. so 
we have a feeling something's gonna happen in the finale <laughs> we're headed for a real fun finale guys yeah uh everything is i, I have the feeling that it's all gonna go down in will's new building uh-huh <laughs> that all the renovations he's been working on are gonna go to shit and the plants the the peace lilies yeah. that he put out to absorb the noise <laughs> apparently in addition to bowling uh will halstead is very interested in plants did not know that uh, you know, know he likes horticulture it's fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's cool yeah. we, we we like a nerdy guy mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so um that's that's that um and then the last one that we haven't talked about was the motivational speaker with mm-hmm. dr charles and vanessa mm-hmm. uh and a little bit there's maggie and ben in here too um because this is the part that got me concerned about the bio dad mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. because Vanessa tells Goodwin that she's a little worried about seeing him again because at the time she was very much in love. Oh, Maggie was yeah. very much, yeah. Maggie was very much in love mm-hmm. with Vanessa's bio dad. And that's what she tells Goodwin. Yeah. She's a little concerned about seeing him again because right now her life is great. She doesn't want to mess with it. Yeah and I get that but at the same time I'm thinking like would it really mess up your life that much how in love with this guy were you yeah and I mean it's been 20 it's some been odd a years long time. and you're married to, to Ben man. who is great even though his beard looked a little weird I this week didn't mind it but I was just happy to see Ben because we haven't seen him all I mean season. I didn't I didn't hate it it was yeah. just like it went from like him not having any facial hair oh, yeah this could have been all. solved it would have been solved if we had seen ben more than once right <laughs> that's true <laughs> it could have been a transitional beard we don't know right we could have seen it coming in yeah. instead of just like bam ben with yeah. a beard yeah oh okay yeah. <laughs> that's true that's true we didn't get that in between face no um yeah so i i'm a little concerned just because she's concerned because mm-hmm. like I don't me personally I guess I just don't get how if you're so in love with your husband somebody from your past coming back could could shake that in in any way especially with everything Maggie and Ben have been through I know yeah once again I Uh, don't know if they're just throwing that in for the drama I mean Um, it's med so so it is but But it's just just like just a little worried I'm a little concerned because I think he's going to be a perfectly nice guy I don't think Mm -hmm. we're in for like a Sarah Reese situation where her dad is going to turn out to be a serial killer or something um but I I am just a little concerned about how Mm -hmm. Maggie feels about it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah so that was that part but the actual case with the motivational speaker oh my gosh that was so sad I I, that broke my heart because she comes in like yeah you know initially started trying to figure out what this was just to make sure it wasn't ALS because my mm-hmm. friend had a was diagnosed with ALS and mm-hmm. and then it turns out it's ALS I know oh, even though her doctor like the first time was like nope that's not what it is yeah thank you wonderful doctor yeah but I like I was texting my friend Helene while it was airing and I was like man uh, I think this woman is experiencing some mood swings and that was like mm-hmm. the very first one that happened that just mm-hmm. seemed like she was upset and I was like Mm-hmm. that's very dramatic reaction mm-hmm. and a change in reaction yeah <laughs> um and then it turned out that yeah mood swings were a part of her symptoms so mm-hmm. and I, I felt really bad for her career rise too because you know we saw a clip of her as a motivational speaker and she was mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. very talented and then like she just can't she can't do it anymore mm-hmm 
it's sad. It I is like that. But you know, it's the one part that I was, I always still find really touching of, you know, it's, I, I, I'm glad we got to see Vanessa still kind of learn a bit more. Cause that's, I mean, as a, like a young doctor, you, you're, you have to go through these processes of thinking your patient's okay and, and still kind of work through that process but once again I love Dr. Charles and he's just he's there for his patients and I he know. cares about them and it's just like that's always the nice warm hug that I sometimes need from Dr. Charles yeah. of like him doing more than some other doctors well, obviously do yeah and him him looking up the videos mm-hmm. just to because that wasn't he was just there to assess her mental capacity. And mm-hmm. once that was done, he could have been out, mm-hmm. but he was like, no, I have a feeling here. Mm-hmm. And so he watched her like videos and, and mm-hmm. paid attention to her speech patterns and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And, you know, it just happened to sort of be uh, a little relevant to him mm-hmm. <laughs> given what he needs to tell his daughter. <laughs> bad for him at the end of the episode too because like he goes home ready to tell his daughter that he's dating someone and then her boyfriend breaks up with her poor kid and she's like devastated and he's yeah. like you know what it can wait it's, I, <laughs> and do, I, get I, it. I do get it but I also want to yell at him like you have this wonderful woman in your life Dr. Charles just tell your daughter like come on and apparently I guess they're all going to be at some sort of function next episode if you've looked at the promo photos I have not looked at the promo photos so yeah it's like uh Goodwin and her pregnant daughter and then Dr. Charles and his daughter Mm -hmm. there and uh a couple other people they're like all in the same place Mm -hmm. I don't know what it what what it's for it looks like maybe like a fundraising event for the hospital or something but yeah I'm remembering from the promo now yeah yeah um I don't think I watched the promo I must have missed that because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm drawing a blank on it. Anyway, I saw the promo photos, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I actually watched the promo. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's sort of where we leave everything off here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a lot, a lot that's going to have to happen in 22. <laughs> yeah, and they really, with the promo I saw, they kind of really just focused on Goodwin at that fundraiser thing that it looks like she might be delivering her grandchild. Oh, that's right. I do remember it now. So, yeah, because it just focused on on Goodwin and her daughter. Yeah, which yeah. it's just like, okay, so we have no idea what's going to happen with anybody else right now. Any? Nope. Great. No other- Thank you. <laughs> awesome. No, no glimpses of Will or Dylan or <laughs> yeah, the people who are actually in like life-threatening danger. danger. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. it's all fine <laughs> it's it's not gonna be fine <laughs> I have a feeling the cliffhanger is gonna be oh it, it might be both Will and Dylan I don't know mm-hmm. but I think it's gonna be one or the other Can I mean I don't want it to be Will but I don't want it to be Dylan either I just <laughs> I don't think we have a choice <laughs> not fair I know they they really like have put those two in a corner as far yeah. as the danger aspect goes. Uh, and that I <laughs> I feel like we're we're actually going to see Will's apartment building next week. God willing, hopefully. Like, but also I feel like, and I could be wrong. I think we might get a Halstead Brothers scene in the PD finale. Finally, <laughs> so. But what's going to be funny is, though, if that's true, then we get med with the cliffhanger and then PD <laughs> with Will. So it's like. Logic makes no sense. Why? 
I just think that's funny. <laughs> so is maybe hopefully that part of Will being on PD maybe a good sign? Maybe? Cross our maybe. Uh, probably not. It's probably just something people didn't think about. <laughs> yeah. But that's like the rumor is that we're going to get like a, a Halstead Brothers scene. Because I think Gwen said something about they were working on one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the only episode left is this one. And mm-hmm. with what happened at the end of PD, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. it just kind of makes sense. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know we'll see mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if so that'll be funny next week because we are like well mm-hmm. I guess Will's okay <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah so that was mid mm-hmm. um you know we're all caught up to the finale uh for that show so next is fire mm-hmm. okay oh man Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let me get to those descriptions here. Get off the med. Okay. So episode 20. Which is this episode? Oh my god. Uh it's called Halfway to the Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the description. A family friend asks Herman for some advice op- on opening a bar. Tensions run high between Emma and Violet kid struggles to keep her team together um it this episode did not go the way i thought it was gonna go Mm -mm. um i really thought that there was gonna be some other side to like stella's concerns no but there wasn't It, it in fine okay you know we they like to throw in that contrived stellaride drama just because otherwise things go too smoothly yeah i mean yeah i guess <sighs> i don't know you but, can just tell um, by you can tell by my exasperated side i'm just like i'm not i mean i get some parts of drama for drama's yeah. sake but it's exhausting at, at a certain point to well be like all right you know, let like, me say this i was fine with the stella stuff like okay, okay. i mean him and matt clashed yeah. over that th- that kind of thing yeah. with pete so like that makes sense you know and it was Uh Stella's new Uh at the lieutenant Uh position so she's I think she's probably going to be a little more sensitive to like uh Uh I just got these people I don't want to have to find new people yet Uh (laughs) I just went through finding new people don't make Uh me do it again Uh Uh, like I, I I could see that um so that part I could I could accept I was kind of like why why don't they just talk it out but mm-hmm. whatever it's fine um what got me was severide at the end <sighs> because what i hated like, it i, I, I hated I, it i literally so at my television was like what the fuck man <laughs> like, what like he tells stella uh you know, I had this really bad experience with Grissom. It's why we're not really close anymore. He didn't let me make my own decision about something. Yeah. And I really feel like you should let Gallo make this decision, which she then goes and does. Mm-hmm. Goes to Gallo and she's like, listen, squad's really great. That's if that's where you want to end up, I fully support you. It's mm-hmm. totally up to you. And then Gallo goes off and thinks about it. And Gallo's like, no, you know what? I changed my mind. I want to stay on truck. Mm-hmm. Not Stella's fault no he, if he's gonna be mad at somebody he needs to be mad at gallo because gallo was like yeah one on squad and then he was like eh, no i don't <laughs> so okay fine but they're at the apartment discussing the wedding 
writing checks for deposits and all whatnot. Oh. And Severide like asked about the cost of liquor at the wedding, which is going to be expensive. That's always expensive. Um, and then when Stella's like, no, no, I mean, this is a really good price with the way our people drink. It's going to be mm-hmm. fine. It'll be great. And then she's like congratulating him on like how they worked out the gallo thing. Mm-hmm. But he like, I was like, <laughs> this is like Kelly Severide from very early seasons of throwing little bits of tantrums here and there. Yeah. And it was just like, it was, well, of course you're happy kids? with it. You yeah. got your way. It happens yeah. a lot. And I'm like, where did that come from? It's like, where did all the Kelly Severide character growth go? But where like, did that come? Like that came out of nowhere so, and sounded like know. something he'd been struggling with for a long time. Like he was like, that happens a lot. And I'm like, when, when, when Severide? Tell me when. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I, what? Yeah. I'm. It, it was just so random. Like the gallo thing I got, but then yeah. I was like, where did that even come from? Because that sounds like something you have been personally dealing with for a long time that you probably should have brought up sooner. And like, like, how did that not come up at any point otherwise? Uh, you know, I, I'm just confused. Yeah. So that was weird. Um, but, you know, they have to make it look like oh maybe they won't get married <laughs> sure okay yeah okay okay <laughs> um that so that was that plot of which i do want to mention it was fun to see gallo be like spider monkey all over again true and true just adorable because he he excels so well at it though and i so do love the gallo and severide like mentorship relationship mm-hmm I am a little mad at Gallo though for being for leading Severide on and being like, yeah, I want to be on squad. And then he was like, no, yeah. no, I don't. Yeah. Make up your mind. Yeah. That's- about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just this. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> like, Correct. Come on. Just scroll up a smidge. A smidge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or don't, because then Hawkins stays the man. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I the wishy-washiness is really starting to bug me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um okay so then of course we have the, the comedy plot for this episode which is a family friend asked Herman for some advice on opening a bar which I will once again reiterate I can appreciate that Chicago Fire always tries to do like a comedic storyline because like yeah. the fire isn't doesn't always have to be so serious but you that's where I would hope on some of these other shows we've got more comedic props and we really don't and so I no, very much, don't. that's why I still enjoy fire for what it is because it, it balances the really like tough, sometimes sad situations with some top tier comedy but that deserves some shout outs it is really smart sometimes though because mm-hmm. not in this episode but every now and then Derek will the writers will use the comedy plot to distract you from the sad thing that's going to happen in the last few minutes of the episode mm-hmm. Like, for example, the episode where Julie died in season eight, there was a episode was like all comedy Mm -hmm. until Julie died. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like you were so caught up in the comedy, you didn't see it coming. And it was Mm -hmm. like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So sometimes they do that. But most of the time, yeah, it's just nice Mm -hmm. to have a a little slice of comedy in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this one. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, Herman. Um, Cindy's has a friend in her book club whose husband is opening up a bar and he comes to molly's 
to like learn from Herman. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to his bar and copies Molly's, but calls it Ollie's. <laughs> it was, oh, there was so many words I wanted to <laughs> say about that. Herman, Herman was so mad. Oh, so angry. It was really funny. Um, but the guy's name was, I don't know, somebody pointed this out to me and I thought it was so funny. The guy who opened the bar, his name was Shonda, it was like Sean de Grimes. Mm-hmm. You say that really fast. What does that sound like? Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> who created the uh firefighter show on ABC? Oh, Shonda Rhimes of after Chicago yeah. Fire had already been airing for how long? Exactly. And Sean DeGrimes on, on fire. What did he create? A knockoff of Molly's. Molly's. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, somebody pointed that out and I was like, was that on purpose? Did they change Shonda Rhimes? Or is that just us pattern matrixing it in there? It, it could be a little bit of both, but I'm, I'm enjoying it because it's, it's curious. The honesty, it's, it's a little true about that. And as you you and I both know, Logan, we have a love of psych. And so it, it was very entertained when psych throughout the years made fun of the mentalist a little bit for copying them. <laughs> yeah. So I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Um <laughs> I love things like that. Like Supernatural even would do like they would shade like ghost hunters mm-hmm. with like their mm-hmm. ghost facers. And I thought mm-hmm. that was hilarious. Oh, because it's, anyway. it's so good when shows do that. It's just entertaining yeah. as hell. <laughs> really funny but anyway I just thought that was interesting and worth pointing out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the end uh Sean DeGrimes decides to open an accountant bar which more power to you I guess you're just gonna put calculators on the wall I guess and not really sure what that would look like but you go man <laughs> you know he's being innovative on his own and not just copying somebody else's idea good for there me. we go even better but I love Cindy showing up at the firehouse because that's when you know Herman's in trouble (laughs) if Cindy comes storming into the firehouse you're Mm -hmm. like oh Mm -hmm. boy (laughs) don't get on the path of an angry Cindy Herman nope (laughs) definitely not um plus I just love anytime we get to see Cindy Mm -hmm. um yeah so but then we have uh Emma and Violet. <gasps> ah, yeah. Um, so this was a fun one. And I keep getting things confused with the last episode. Mm-hmm. But like this, <laughs> this is the one where she messed with the jump bag after Violet had already restocked it. And don't pretend like she didn't because we saw her in the back of the Ambo being sneaky. And I'm sorry. This isn't like this is Violet we're talking about. That's never no like that. That's just not Mm -hmm. who Violet is. She Mm -mm, like no, definitely not no. So, (gasps) and you know Emma and Mason have this little talk, and we're supposed to kind of feel bad for her and Mm -hmm. like doubt whether or not she did it, but she did it Mm -hmm. because they show up to this call and they need the nebulizer, and so Emma has to improvise one. Yeah, improvise one. Sure. Okay. right okay um and violet gives her a lot of credit violet is a good person let's mm-hmm. just say this she's a very good person um and so when they get back violet 
at first is like accuses her like uh I know I put that in there I don't mm-hmm. make mistakes and Emma's like what you think I did it and she's like, like oh uh, 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 makes me want to barf <laughs> like her, did her innocent act like I like I you know I get to me just being evil to be evil but when you do that whole oh I'm a really a nice person thing I I'm not it. a monster sure you aren't yeah okay that's exactly what a monster would say right exactly um so anyways violet <laughs> this was the thing i didn't want about this plot was violet doubting herself and this it. was what this episode was where she was like i mean maybe i've been like in my head a lot and like mm-hmm. maybe i didn't do it mm-hmm. and like maybe emma isn't what i think she is mm-hmm. and she's talking to ritter about it and she decides to go easy on her like she don't deserve that mm-hmm. you're very you're too nice violet mm-hmm. you're you're much too nice mm-hmm. too nice mm-hmm. and then then this bitch decides she's gonna go and blackmail Hawkins. Are you kidding? In the dark of night, not even out. Yeah, like it's one thing she could creepily probably... lurking outside of his office building. Like she could have technically, if bad thing is, she could have actually done like submitted like a report thing or whatever. She literally went through the most evil dark way possible of blackmail. Like what? How does she a think this Batman is gonna Batman villain hiding in the shadows? What the heck? Like that's not cool. How does she think it's gonna end? Like blackmail is gonna work in the, like in a perfect like. Well, you know, so we saw earlier in the episode where <sighs> Hawkins and Violet were on that very cute date, which apparently <laughs> has a steamy ending that was deleted for time, and I'm very upset. First of which, how dare they? Because, exactly like, if we have to deal with emma we need all the sexy hakami okay I know. and i am mad because that was in the description going around well andrea said it andrea called it like a, a date that ends with a hot scene or something like that i'm like andrea was like promoting this i know and like, we don't get to say it <laughs> no that had better be shared as a deleted scene somewhere at some point because that's just okay. mean exactly we need it over hiatus wolf it better give it to us mm-hmm. <laughs> i need to see it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll be like that bretzy scene that was deleted from the the cruise wedding yeah which i that was very enjoyable that we did so cute that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways but so they had that date which holding hands it was just so, so sweet mm-hmm. um Anyways, so we know that they were like really excited because they were like, yeah, if we can just stay under the radar, we get to be a real couple, which by the way, mm-hmm. that was the only thing I really focused on from this episode was that they wanted to be mm-hmm. a real couple. I'm so happy about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways, so, but Emma borrows Violet's phone to look up uh, hours for a florist. I know it just as soon as that was going on in the beginning of the episode I just had a bad feeling yeah and well it, and here's the thing I Violet looked at Bowden like she was like I feel like I can't say no because my boss is here mm-hmm. and I just want to say Bowden would not have cared <laughs> Bowden is very private right so in my opinion if and he knows that Violet's not totally comfortable with Emma because she told him last episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if violet had said um you know i don't really want you to use my phone mm-hmm. Bowden wouldn't have thought anything of it mm-hmm. it's her phone it's not like a community phone i know 
I hated it. But again, Violet's too nice. A lot of them are at 51, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so obviously she saw text messages when she looked at Violet's phone. So she knows. It's just, and it just continues to add on. We're just really not liking Emma at all, like hating her. And it's just like that blackmail at the end was just like the cherry on top of like, I despise her. Evil. So Evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she, everybody was like, oh, she's chilly 2.0. No, she is no. worse. There were, she, there she were very, understanding very of chilly of like, there was some deep issues of like trauma going on within her. It was just psychotic. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the Hakami Emma saga in that episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we didn't even get sexy Hakami in that episode. Mm-hmm. We had to deal with all that Emma. That's not. And a I mean, I'm happy we got holding hands and them admitting they want to be a couple, and mm-hmm. it was really cute. Like mm-hmm. the gif of like Evan just holding out his hand, like Aww. for it's just so cute. Ah. I love them so much. I'm still just so. Please, somebody, will you tag our account if you make like a compilation video of all the Hakami content from this season, please? Because I will retweet that, that when the, so we, much. We, yes, like a whole, like a YouTube supercut. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I need, uh-huh. it. I can need somebody, it. Can somebody get on that once the finale airs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Somebody better do one of those like ranking of the Hakami moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they do with other ships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need it please mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm asking very nicely and very sweetly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah so that was <laughs> that episode um that was episode 20 mm-hmm. so episode 21 okay there's some confusion about the title of this one because it still says on um <laughs> tv time that it was called last chance but after that press release came out, all the promo photos on NBC's website suddenly changed to being called The Missing Place, um, which I don't know what that was about. Um, so anyway, it's either one or the other. I don't know which one. <laughs> I mean, IMDb still shows Last Chance. So I yeah, I don't. But if you, if you go on the Media Village, all the promo photos for 21 say The Missing Place okay i don't know what happened there i don't i don't know just episode 21 yep um and so this is the summary for that one mouch and ritter work together to solve a murder mystery Sev riding crews <laughs> tackle a food truck fire gallo goes to see hawkins about violet all right first i want to say this when that summary came out everybody freaked out like gallo's gonna go yell at hawkins uh-huh. and i was like me i called this so i'm gonna brag about it (laughs) i tweeted and i was like uh this doesn't give me like fight vibes this Mm -hmm. gives me team up vibes Mm -hmm. like i'm pretty sure they're gonna team up to help violet Mm -hmm. and you know what who was right you were right yeah i was right (laughs) i'm very excited that for once in my life i was right about something um yeah and so i also kind of said that like when the, we looked at the promo photos, which was Gallo and like this 
chief that we had never seen before mm-hmm. i was like "Ooh, what if that's somebody that emma worked with before and gallo's getting information to bring it back to hawkins and mm-hmm. you know what else i was right about that too mm-hmm. bam i was mm-hmm. on fire this week mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. except for one thing which we won't talk about because that definitely didn't happen <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh anyway so that was like the big plot that i was the most excited about mm-hmm. was like gallo and hawkins and violet and Emma, all of that together. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I loved it. Uh, first of all, the opening of the episode. So we're just going to get into it for this part, right? Then, yeah, right? let's just okay. go. Okay. Let's just yeah. go. No, that intro, like, could we have also had the content from the previous episode, please? But I'm not mad about how this episode started because I loved it. This, the opening of this episode was so comforting, though. It was. It was amazing. Like, it obviously, was. they had spent the night together, clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um and she like and my favorite thing about this was that evan talked to violet about the blackmail because i was so afraid no he was going to try and fix it without telling her that there was a problem Mm -hmm. uh and he they talk communication people like communication adult relationship of communicating with one another when issues arise like that's what we want it's so good oh so good and and violet like wanting to kill emma girl we relate we will kill her for you um (laughs) and then again we had evan just like holding out his hand like he's (laughs) sitting on the bed and he just like holds out his hand and then she comes and sits next to him and i was just like why are they so perfect they are they are (laughs) they're so sweet and like he's so encouraging and like positive and he believes in her so much and like she's Mm -hmm. oh like this is this is a man Mm-hmm. he is a man is here mm-hmm. and i am so happy for violet that she gets mm-hmm. to enjoy said man mm-hmm. As she because should be. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> can, can she keep enjoying said man that we'll would see. be preferable please yeah uh anyway so we have that opening scene so violet now knows about the blackmail but hawkins is like just keep this between us let's not tell anybody let's not do anything to provoke emma let's just Play cool and play cool, right? And that that doesn't <laughs> Except happen. Poor Violet can't, <laughs> which I don't blame I mean, her. I you, would be you, you can't when no when somebody is not only just trying to like threaten your relationship but also take get you fired from your job. No, don't yeah. don't go. Violet's not going to no. go quietly. No, no. But I love their reaction when she threw away the latte that Emma <laughs> gave her. Like, girl, I'd have thrown that thing away too. I ain't drinking nothing no. that comes from her. Uh. Uh-uh. But Ritter and Gallo were like, whoa, that was a $7 coffee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Millennials appreciating the cost of things. Very true. Very true. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so she avoids saying anything about it. But then finally she tells Gallo. And I actually really loved his reaction. His Mm -hmm. immediate response was, I'm going to kill her. And he walks off and she's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. (laughs) I just laughed so hard at that because I was like Gallo. <laughs> it's you know this is a little bit of the Gallo coming back through that I kind of love and right. Enjoy dearly, but at the puppy same time, Gallo. Like, puppy Gallo. But at the same time, we do need to rein it in a little bit, Gallo, because she's threatening blackmail. Yeah. And while I appreciate the energy, yeah, it's not necessarily the right energy for the situation. Right, exactly. <laughs> and Violet was like, "Just don't do anything," and he was like, "I don't know that I can do that." It's <laughs> like yellow it's not your problem to fix please just like be smart be smart my little puppy man Mm -hmm. be smart Mm -hmm. 
uh, which he was. I was very proud of him because mm-hmm. he went to the other person who knows, which good job, buddy. Good job. He goes to Hawkins and he's basically like, he doesn't say this, but he's basically like, you have to let me help because I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to mm-hmm. do something I shouldn't. So you have to let me do mm-hmm. something. And this is what I thought when Andrea said he was going to be a go-between for them. I mm-hmm. My first instinct was that like, obviously Hawkins can't make moves against Emma. Mm-hmm. So somebody's going to have to, mm-hmm. can't be Violet. Mm-mm. So Gallo can, he has nothing to do with their relationship. Nope nope so that's what happens he finds out that there was possibly some sort of disciplinary action against Emma from hawkins because violet's like because emma's file was like mysteriously it looked like it had been whited out like a big paragraph whited out like big paragraph exactly and so hawkins was like you know i was gonna go ask but i can't really do that and gala was like i'll do it Mm -hmm. i got it Mm -hmm. i can do this and I love that Hawkins was like, I don't, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know if I should let you do this. Mm-hmm. And Gallo's like, no, I got this. Let me help. Mm-hmm. Like, we both want the same thing. Let mm-hmm. me help. Mm-hmm. Which like, oh, Gallo, yay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that worked. That was exactly what I wanted it to be. And I was very happy. And it was like, what I also love, there was no like weird tension between it. It was just like, we're both here. We care about Violet in our own ways. We want to make sure she's okay. Right. Help her in the situation in the ways that we possibly can. And yeah. Just like, the only weirdness is that they don't really trust each other yet. So it yeah. was kind of like, yeah. if I let you do this, are you going to like ruin everything? Are you going to go like blab it all over the place? And then, mm-hmm. you know, Emma's going to mm-hmm. just get her fired just completely. Mm-hmm. And I also think maybe for Hawkins, there was a little bit of like, I wanted to do this mm-hmm. <laughs> for her. Mm-hmm. Like me, mm-hmm. I wanted to be the one to do it. So he kind of has to like go of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which, again, mature man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a mature man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we had that. And so Gala goes out and talks to this chief. And I'm sure there's legal reasons why he can't say what happened. But I have a feeling, you know, she put that picture up in her locker of her and that guy. I, got I totally feeling. think whatever it is has to do with that guy. It could, yeah. Because who is that guy? It was too pointed of like a picture of like her and a dude. I I just don't trust anything when it comes to her. And there was talk, she mentioned something of needing to balance the scales of like what you've done in life. And I'm like, only a person who's done very bad things is trying to balance out their scales with being a paramedic and trying to save people. So what did you do, Emma? Right, like I'm, I'm thinking it has something to do with this dude. Like either she wanted him to date her and he didn't want to, or like, I don't know. I think something funky happened with this guy in this picture. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this chief knows what it is. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm kind of mad at him that he didn't say, but at the same time, I'm sure there's like non-disclosure agreements and Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to get sued, all kinds of other things, but there's gotta be a way for them to find out about a disciplinary Mm -hmm. action, especially if it was supposed to be on her resume to begin with. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say I kind of wish, you know, during this episode, Violet ended up saving Emma from getting hit by a car. Oh, and, yeah. Um, no, you know, we, we're going to get to that. It's, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's got to be a way for them to find out about the disciplinary action because oh, 100%, yeah. it was supposed to be on her resume to begin with. So there mm-hmm. has to be some sort of official channel that they can mm-hmm. get that from. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe the show's just making it extra complicated. Mm-hmm that Mm -hmm. happens um 
yeah so that was the gallo and hawkins part of it mm-hmm. um the violet part of violet and emma part of it mm-hmm. <sighs> emma like i <laughs> so just, mad at her just doing a very good job of making you hate her like a caitlin listen caitlin carver girl can act Mm because she has all of us hating her guts and she's only been around a few episodes Mm -hmm. like that's some tough that's a tough job to do it that she looks so creepy every time she's like Mm -hmm. this is how you play a super Mm -hmm. creepy narcissist Mm -hmm. right there Mm -hmm. down to a t Mm -hmm. (laughs) like she's got it she has got it on lock this girl Mm -hmm. um yeah, so super impressed with her for playing such a character. <laughs> but yeah, so Emma decides to take charge of the whole thing. She's like acting like she's already PIC. She is not PIC. No, you are not. No. Violet is acting PIC. And then when she's done being acting PIC, Brett will be PIC. So you mm-hmm. just get your scrawny little ass out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do not belong on 61. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, so Violet is trying to tell her the right way to do things like, okay, let's get her off the streets, get this victim off the street. And what you were talking about, the car comes out of nowhere and Violet saves Emma's life, like grabs her and flings her out of the way of the car. And I, I, we all said what we were thinking on Twitter of, you know, kind of just wish she didn't pull him out of the way and I did very yeah. much enjoy Hanako's tweet the next day of like you guys worry me a little bit that you just didn't want Violet to pull her back but my favorite the favorite one that I saw the favorite version of that that I saw was mm-hmm. somebody was like <laughs> she should just let that car final destination her ass <laughs> 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 that was hysterical um yeah Hanako of course saw all of them which her tweet that was such a great tweet <laughs> it was like I'm a little worried but I appreciate it <laughs> when you threaten Violet the angry fans come out like well it's the way she played it like mm-hmm. she when they got back to the house she's like I'm not a monster like okay sure yeah, you yeah. are <laughs> so, sure I mean, Jan yeah. sure and so that was the point of the episode of like and she was like thank you from the bottom of my heart and it's like I'm not you don't lie. have a heart I know and I mean for a brief moment I thought like maybe she's changed I mean I knew in all likelihood she wasn't but because the next thing that happens mm-hmm. is that she goes back to Hawkins office uh-huh. and moves up the timetable saying I'm not waiting for Brett to come back I want it now and I'm just like all right Veruca Salt you don't oh get it now god and it's just like I, I oh just so many words I'm like I wanted to yell and just like Hawkins Hawkins's face like throughout this is like oh shit <laughs> poor guy he's oh. just like between a rock and a hard place and I hate it so much for him mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. let him be happy come on mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um but <laughs> um yeah her her apology like everybody immediately knew like you don't mean that apology it's totally fake and here's the difference between her and chili when this happened with brett and chili chili was genuine mm-hmm. about her apology mm-hmm. um like that was a genuine struggle for her when they were in that active shooter call mm-hmm. and like brett was there for her through it like that was genuine mm-hmm. emma 
not genuine. No. There's a big difference and you can see it. And like, again, Caitlin does a really great job <laughs> of like playing it to where like, maybe you could believe it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like, no. Well, no, because it was sold at the end because as Emma's leaving Hawkins's office after threatening him with additional like blackmail of saying, I need it now. She walks away with the creepy smile on her face. Ooh. And it's just like, okay, uh-uh, this is bad. No. This is going to go real bad. Yep. It's not, it's gonna not go good. good. This is going to be messy. It's going to be messy. So messy. Super messy. And the description for the next episode says that uh, her story comes to a shocking end. We're thinking that's literal, right? <laughs> it could I mean, be. last season they said a call would take Severide's breath away. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if that's how it ends for her, I'm not mad because I mean, I'm th- I'm I'm just thinking there's got to be some some something's going on with electricity. I know, and it's it's just really funny because in our entire pod squad chat, we're just like Emma's gonna die, hopefully, right? Like maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's that's the death, right? That's that's the please, thing, please. That's the thing. Yeah. So that was that plot, and uh, oh. <gasps> let's just say that was like 99 of what we cared about in this episode. <laughs> I mean, everything else was fine, but like that was like the big like, oh my god! This was the laser focus of I need to understand everything that's going on during this part. Right, I cannot talk to anyone while the Hakami scenes are on. Nope, you're just gonna have to deal with the fact that I have shunned you until they're over, and then Mm -hmm. I will unshun you Mm -hmm. like Dwight on The Office. (laughs) 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 Um, but we also have, um the Malchin Ritter comedy plot which is one of the best comedy plots we've had all season it's it's so good in that they went to such extremes to be like CSI was my favorite <laughs> Daniel with the red vine in his mouth like a cigarette it's hilarious and it's like the crime scene tape the true investigative nature of like Sherlock Holmes and Watson with Mouch and Ritter it was just like chef chef's kiss and it was just like I mean I know Mouch can care about a lot of things but to see him so invested (laughs) in the couch being destroyed plot it it wasn't the I didn't know how much I needed that comedic plot yeah I I mean I love at the beginning though Ritter was like so hesitant to get in on mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. Mal's just like come over here and take pictures with your phone he was like I I could show you how to do it no I don't want to yeah and then he ends up getting so invested in it mm-hmm. and it's hilarious the whole scene where they don't talk where they're just like pantomiming like what happened with Tony mm-hmm. and Cap mm-hmm. that was that was gold mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. I know, and I know we talk about this, like, with the pod squad and everything. This show, the actors on the show are not going to get nominated for Emmys, it's but they so deserve unfair. it. Can I this, mean, can, like, the detectives of uh, Mouch and Ritter, do, can this be, like, a web series? I'd enjoy it. It'd be, that would so, be good. so funny. <laughs> Just that not long so things. Funny. It could be little shorts. I feel like everybody would enjoy that content very much. I just, I really love that scene of them acting it out and like going through the motions of like what happened with like the throwing and then the falling and hilarious and Tony and Cap watching the whole time. (laughs) And then the interrogation where like Tony, Tony totally stands his ground and then Cap folds in like two seconds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh it was hilarious 
<laughs> that was a fun plot. I really enjoyed it a lot. It's it one of like so the good. best comedy plots we've had all season. I mean, there have been a lot of really good ones and they just keep telling well, them. I know the one that over. like is going to stick out to me forever just because it was Eamon is like, uh, is the... <laughs> the blue room with like the tape in the wall (laughs) I'm not proud of myself like that is gonna be like an iconic line it's gonna be as iconic as him throwing the monitor like the smart system monitor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the discus throw (laughs) that was good that was really good it's going up there with that one because that was a really great one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah but we've had some really great comedy this season. So mm-hmm. this, this was just like the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because I think they're trying to make us think like, oh, the finale is not going to be that bad. Here's this really entertaining <sighs> comedic plot right here. And I was lured into a false sense of security with it because I'm like, oh, everything's good. And then the finale next week. Well, you know, Derek did make a joke during on One Chicago Day, I think, about the couch like dying. Oh. And there, it did. It died. <laughs> it did. Hopefully, the couch I ho- died. I hope Mouch gets a nice new couch soon, though. He well, he blackmailed Cap into bringing oh, yeah. his. So I'm excited to see how what it looks like, though. If they, I hope they actually do it because they described that couch in detail and it sounded yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it better be this nice, fancy, like fancy. It's like blue and like vintage or something. Like okay, I, I need like it. we we Bring need to in. see it in the next. Yeah. Episode, I need to see this fancy blue couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um and then the last plot was like the st- stellaride plot with a little cruise mm-hmm. sprinkled in there mm-hmm. um which the accident scene when that propane tank didn't like explode i was immediately like there is a reason the propane tank uh-huh. did not explode it does not mm-hmm. have propane in it i called mm-hmm. i was like it there is no propane mm-hmm. in that tank mm-hmm. and i was right it mm-hmm. was drugs mm-hmm Oh my god, <laughs> that is like the last thing Severide needs to come across before his wedding. Okay, <laughs> like no. no. Also, I have to say, I was confused about the wedding timeline. Like yeah, this wait, whole time, be, I yeah. To be fair, I think we all were. They weren't very specific on too many no. details of it. They didn't even up until this episode. They never even said like, "Oh, it's months away." Yeah. Like they didn't. They said they picked a date, but they didn't mm-hmm. tell us like that date is many months from now Mm -hmm. so like this whole episode when they would make comments about the wedding being far off I would I was in the pod squad chat going why are they talking like this wedding isn't happening for six months it's literally Mm -hmm. next week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was very confused Mm -hmm. (laughs) um anyway so we have like all the wedding stuff still going on like Stella's trying to reserve the location and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and they're just being weird about it and you just want to like shake them and be like say (sighs) words (laughs) I know and it's just they like Severide's just giving her the cold shoulder on a lot of it I'm just like being super weird I hate it I hate this it this is I, like last yeah. season Severide when he uh-huh. like decided to stonewall her uh-huh dude I, but I mean I did appreciate though Cruz kind of being number one Stella Ride fan at least for what we could see in the episode being like you know and I did appreciate the call out of like well, Casey's not like if Casey can't do anything, being your best man, let me because I you were my best man. So can I kind of be that kind of feel for you right now a little bit while he's Here's, not here? I, I love Cruz, but like, dude, you had to know that Casey was going to be yeah. his best man. Like they were roommates. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
No, I'm I'm sorry. You I know. you had to know that going in. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, but that was cute. I did like that he got inserted in there for that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh. Anyway, so you have all the stellarite stuff going on on top of this case thing. Mm-hmm. Um which just started out, which is funny because this didn't actually start out as a fire cop thing, to be mm-hmm. real. It mm-hmm. wasn't until the victim was like, hey, you know, I don't know where my truck ended up mm-hmm. and I'd like to find my truck. Mm-hmm. Like it was super important, which mm-hmm. like raised Severide's little detective flag. Like why mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. it super important? Mm-hmm. And so he kind of acted like he was going to go find it. I mean, and he did but not for the guy. <laughs> he wanted to see why he wanted the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they set a trap, which we got to see Upton. Oh. Little mini crossover. Mm-hmm. That I'll, was nice. I'll take my mini crossover crumbs wherever I can get them. For real. Me too. But she appeared out of nowhere. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. stealth, mm-hmm. stealth Upton. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that guy got arrested, the guy that owned the food truck, because they found his drugs and they mm-hmm. lured him out there. Because it wasn't just like a tiny amount it of drugs. It was a lot of drugs. It was like a like hundred. Didn't they say like a hundred K like worth of? I think. I mean, it was something ridiculous because it yeah. was that huge propane tank uh, full of pills. And whatnot. yeah, it's just like, okay. <laughs> drugs. Okay. Um, yeah. And the guy knows Severide's face. So. Mm-hmm great wonderful (laughs) that's outstanding we love that and he knows where the firehouse is because he was there yeah you know it's wonderful it's it's wonderful that you know he's so easily accessible to this man it's great Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. really great um (laughs) yeah so of course you know they have this whole thing the tension going on with stellaride something's got to happen to break that so what's the best way for this show to break that what do they always do Something terrible has to happen to one of them. Mm-hmm. Severide walks right into a trap, which like, oh, come on. That was very obviously a trap. I know. And the one thing I, my only little gripe with that is like, if he's coming off, so is everybody else. And like, he's the only one leaving at that particular time for this guy to randomly say his wife's in trouble. And he's the only one to respond. Like, well, he was the only one out there. I know, but it, like, it's, I, I still, my thought is like, if, there's likely other people coming off shifts nobody else is racing to but whatever maybe they were out there waiting on severide maybe to come out maybe like they were watching and then they were like "Ah, perfect moment gonna take it anyway severide gets the crap beat out of him um by like four guys Mm -hmm. i don't think you needed that many guys no i Um, do i do give severide credit though he was doing a pretty good job for fighting most of them off for a little bit before he yeah they got the better of him eventually though yeah that was really stressful Mm -hmm. um and he kind of passes out which it were i i guess they were just trying to intimidate him yeah because if they had him knocked out they could have just killed him yeah just like maybe a scare tactic I guess so I guess I don't know that um but I was a little worried when he passed out and they were still beating him up I was like uh Mm -hmm. is he gonna get kidnapped or something because no um and then we get worried Stella which I love I I, I don't know what it is I just love the way Miranda plays Mm -hmm. worried Stella she's so good at it Mm -hmm. the softness 
and like the emotions uh, so good it's great um but she like the scene with them in mid is so tender Ooh. and so beautiful like this is the stellar ride we want like yeah. why Ugh. that's why when we have those like very out of character moments of like like they they're a couple they're allowed to fight but when we have those very out of character fights well, it's just like mm here's my thing about this i understand that the writers wanted to stress that they both have previous relationship trauma yeah. okay yeah, but absolutely. this is i don't think this is how that trauma would manifest itself mm -hmm. i don't think it's kelly making an issue out of nothing mm -hmm. and then not revisiting the fact that he was like yeah you always get your way mm -hmm. they never came back to that mm -hmm. like he made that comment knowing it would hurt mm -hmm. and then they never revisited it mm -hmm. like that's that's not good behavior mm -mm. i don't think that's how this would manifest mm -hmm. itself just like i really don't think stella's fear over moving forward or becoming a leader would manifest itself by her cutting off communication with everyone yeah. it's just like the problems are not the issue the problems mm -hmm. are in character it's the way they handle the problems mm -hmm. that are out of character mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's the part that makes us go like what because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> they show us these characters who do these what this one thing oh they do it well like mm -hmm. stella communicates really well and then they decide oh she's not going to communicate it's just, or it, it separate gets in the habit of communicating he's mm -hmm. doing really well with it and then all of a sudden they're like nah what yeah. <laughs> just to, like, either he grows or he doesn't i mean i understand mm -hmm. everybody's going to have a moment where they sort of like backslide a little yeah, but he backslides an awful lot mm -hmm. and it's not cool <laughs> at mm -hmm. a certain point you have to stop doing that or else you haven't mm -hmm. really changed mm -hmm. so i don't understand the writing there but mm -hmm. it gives us this scene at the end which was really beautiful mm -hmm. uh, they're both really emotional about it uh, of course uh Seth rides on some painkillers so that probably adds to it a little bit for him yeah the but the emotional walls being broken down already a little bit by some yeah and so they kind of talk about the fact that they're scared mm -hmm. of like the idea of marriage and the lifetime commitment and mm -hmm. and they don't know what they're doing and mm -hmm. um i don't know it was just a really nice honest and open conversation mm -hmm. it was really beautiful and just the way that like they hold on to each other mm -hmm. during the conversation the way that they're like in each other's space Mm -hmm. and the casual intimacy i mean miranda and taylor they have that down like they know those characters mm -hmm. and the way they feel about each other and they mm -hmm. they embody it so so well mm -hmm. every time we get one of these really honest emotional scenes and it's mm -hmm. absolutely stunning and i just need to see it so much more and i, I hope we get like i know we're gonna get bombarded with it in the finale because mm -hmm. it's their wedding yeah. so i'm just i'm so happy for them i know <laughs> even I know. though another part of me is like dying for my other ships <laughs> i know i know i know um but i loved that scene and that the fact that severide it ends with severide being like okay so we do what we do with a fire we just uh, run in yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah okay that works yeah. for me and then he's like next week and i'm like wait the wedding wasn't always next week <laughs> not <laughs> that was like that was my light bulb moment like oh that's mm -hmm. why they were talking about the wedding as if it were months away mm -hmm. got it mm -hmm. okay <laughs> that wasn't clear before mm -hmm. um 
so we had that but there's a little thing I've like there's gifts now floating around of this scene and there's a little moment that I saw in a gift that I thought was great mm-hmm. when Bowden and the detective come into his hospital room mm-hmm. Bella sort of like puts herself in front of him to like give him a moment give Severide a moment to compose himself mm-hmm. and then when she starts to get like really protective of him he like grabs on I think it's like her belt loop on her pants and like just keeps a hold of her please send I'm that like, to me because I need to see it if you find it again if I find it again, I will. But it was okay. so beautiful. I was no, like, that I love all the little things in this scene. No, I do too. <sighs> and it was just, it was a really, and I just want to mention it too. I adored this scene of, you know, Stella feeling a little uneasy about everything that's kind of been going on. And Herman just kind of being honest and talking with her about it. Because oh, yeah, we, we get to see a lot of Stella have these kind of emotional kind of scenes with Bowden a lot. Because of like, they're kind of that parental kind of mentor relationship. But we also do get to see it with Herman every so often because Herman's taking her under his wing a little bit here and there with not only like work stuff, but then being like, you know. Well, I mean, if you think about how they started, they like yeah. she came on truck when yeah. he was still on truck. Like yeah. she was new on truck when he yeah. was an old pro mm-hmm. on truck. So they've sort of always had that mm-hmm. sort of mentor mentee thing mm-hmm. going a little bit. And it's evened out over the years because mm-hmm. she's moved up and he's mm-hmm. kind of stayed mm-hmm. at his like lieutenant rank so it's changed a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah we I mean that was a really great moment it was a nice soft moment I love when Herman gets to be like a dad I know because it's those are always great moments because he he can be funny but it's also just knowing that he's lived this life he has a lovely wife wonderful children and he gets to share that little bit of information of like yeah do you, and he do you love each other and that's just like that well, was the important part at the end of the day of like right Kelly, like Stella do you love Kelly yeah like that's the one problem we Plus, don't have the great thing about Herman is he just loves this house like he, he loves every single person he does. at that firehouse like if you even think back because we brought up Chili before I mean even mm-hmm. with Chili that man was so soft mm-hmm. like I the most heartbreaking thing to me was the breakdown of Herman and Chili because mm-hmm. they like he was helping her with like her drink idea and they had mm-hmm. this like really cute like father-daughter thing happening mm-hmm. um and like her last episode when he leaves that picture at her door that's mm-hmm. like peak Herman I know. um so you know getting to see that that Herman again every now and then is just mm-hmm. so rewarding because it he is. loves everybody at that firehouse so much mm-hmm. and that scene was definitely one of those examples of that it was really yeah that was mm-hmm. really great mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah I mean the ending of this plot where they're like okay we're gonna get married next week <laughs> was really lovely mm-hmm. uh but still this case is kind of hanging over Severide's head yeah because it's that you know he saw this guy sitting in a truck who as the detective shows him is kind of like this mastermind of mm. the whole drug front whatever mm. and it's just like we know it's not gonna end there no so the guy knows his face and he knows the guy's face that never yeah. ends well no no so so Mm-hmm. uh next week's gonna be fun <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I mean let, let's take stock of what we have to work out here okay yeah. so mm-hmm. we have Emma that still needs to be dealt with or murdered <laughs> or murdered it's fine that's fine too mm-hmm. and then we have this the Celeride wedding also the drug case mm-hmm mm-hmm and then Matt and Sylvie are coming back. Yay! 
So great. And yeah. they're at a critical point in their relationship. Oh, you know. fake laughter hiding real tears. I know. I'm still holding out hope. I'm well, my th- only thing that concerns me is with this show, we never get happy all across the board, right? So like, I know. not everybody is going to end this finale <laughs> happy. So I have a feeling Stellaride's going to be fine. So that means that either the <laughs> Kami or Bretzi is, is not going to be happy. And I'm, I, I don't want either of them to not be happy. I know. Those I are know. my ships. <laughs> I know. I, I need well, them to be well, okay. I we'll have to wait and see. I'm, my fingers are still well, crossed out. I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. But one if thing you, to, you can't see me, but I'm smushing my face because I'm just I'm really stressed out. <laughs> but one thing to be happy about with the I mean with the wedding, Bowden is walking Stella down the aisle. I know we saw that in the promo and it was so beautiful. Like I kind of lost focus for like kind of the rest of it because that's anybody if you talk to me, I've talked the entire season about the Stella ride wedding. Is that yeah. that was my one ask of <laughs> I needed Bowden to be involved, whether it be the officiant or walking Stella down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And I, I just needed one of those two. I didn't yeah. need both. I just needed one. And we do look to be getting both and walking Stella down the aisle, which just we are getting it. so happy. But see, that promo got me for a totally different reason because Jesse Spencer came on the screen and I was like, I'm, well, yeah. I'm so emotional. My I man's know. is coming back. <laughs> we, get, we get like floppy haired Matt a little bit, which I'm really it's kind of happy hair. I know. I love the hair. I know. This it's like reminding me of 902, Ooh. like the hair that he had in early season nine, yeah. which fantastic hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And then it's also giving me a little bit of season four matte vibes with like mm-hmm. the comb over mm-hmm. in like the the comb, you know, the mm-hmm. way he's got his hair combed. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh man. See, just Can focus I on fancy Bretzy. I know. I, as I long as it doesn't end in heartbreak, I'm, I'm, uh, cause I'm, this is my look. I'm terrified that I have wanted, I have wanted fancy Bretzy mm-hmm. for so long. I have wanted a wedding reception for so long, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's what I'm afraid of. They're going to give me two things I want with one thing I definitely don't want. <laughs> I know. I, I'm going to be devil's advocate. I'm just going to think all happy thoughts. I'm, I'm, Nobody can just uh, it's not that I want to have unhappy thoughts. It's I'm, I'm, but I'm just like we try. I don't want the help. rug pulled out from under me again. So I want to try to anticipate it this time. You know what I mean? I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also just I'm putting positiveness out into the universe and hoping for the best. Well, I hope I hope that your positiveness rings true. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I hope. I will manifest enough for both of us. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm nervous, but I know. it's gonna, it, I mean, it'll, 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 it'll be all right, mm-hmm. I guess. It will be. It will be. <laughs> I'll get through it. I have ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. This is fine. It will be fine. <laughs> yeah. So that's fire. So now we're on to PD, the happy fun times hour. It's really funny because, um, you know, you and I have been doing this for a while when I honestly had that same exact phrase in my head as you said it. So that's what we always call it. We just got to keep no. doing it. T- TM, put a little TM at the end of it. <laughs> the happy fun times hour TM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've mm-hmm. trademarked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the first episode is episode 20 titled mm-hmm. Memory. 
Um, and it says Voight and the team delve into a cold case in search of clues to solve a shocking new crime with its focus on buried memories. The case sparks concern for Burgess and Ruzik about Michaela's mental healing. Um, yeah, so this is a Burzik centered uh-huh. episode. Uh-huh. Um, I really liked it. It was good. Like, I, I'm sorry, some of the cases from week to week can be a bit boring and you kind of lose focus within the first 10-ish minutes, if that, even sometimes five. And this, it, it, it kept uh, some... Uh, it kept this the was a creepy going. one. This yeah. was like a Criminal Minds level case. Criminal Minds slash CSI kind of yeah. memory of uh, certain parts of they've taken from those shows. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like... I think we did talk about it in the pod squad. There was an episode of, of CSI season one where there was like a guy living in people's attics, taping them and watching them mm-hmm. and then he'd kill them. Yeah. Um, and then Criminal Minds just had stuff like with the, you know, the, the trauma. Yeah. Where yeah. it was like turning his fat past family situation into mm-hmm. these people's nightmare type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the case was really interesting. The Burzek stuff was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I will say though, I was at least happy because the promos for the episode made it seem like it it was gonna be like about like hurting children almost in a way. At least that's the way I interpreted yeah. it. It right. thankfully did not go into that, which I right was pleasantly well, because surprised about in the scenarios that the guy created, he was the child. Yeah, yeah, which was that's creepy. Still creep creepy on its own, but I'm glad it didn't involve children. So. Um, but I mean, it does, it did deal with like, um, Mac and like her trauma Mm -hmm. and, you know, we all kind of knew when like that first episode where Burgess was like, well, she's doing better now. Mm -hmm. We knew eventually it would be like, okay, but like healing is a very, it's not a linear process. You can have your ups, you can have your downs. Exactly. So we all kind of had a feeling that like it would, that's how it would be. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of Mm -hmm. what this is about is like, she seems okay now, Mm -hmm. but there's not really a way to know know. how it'll Mm -hmm. affect her in the future. Mm-hmm. and so kim's kind of struggling with that where she's just like she doesn't know how can she address a problem that she doesn't know whether or not it's even coming mm-hmm. like you don't and i agree with her that you don't want her michaela to have like this label mm-hmm. for the rest of her life if if it if nothing ever happens from it but mm-hmm. you also need to be prepared to deal with it if it does so it's very mm-hmm. like tricky to mm-hmm. navigate like how do we mm-hmm. treat this Mm-hmm. um i mean how do we handle it and mm-hmm. so that was like their discussion the whole episode was like what do we do about it mm-hmm. um, so that was a really interesting i think a really interesting plot to watch as as for them as parents to struggle with that which oh yeah by the way this is a prime example of why cops with kids in a family situation works mm-hmm. because this was a great episode mm-hmm and it was all about them as a family. Mm-hmm. So anybody who says like the, these shows are afraid to let these characters have kids, this no. is why they don't have to be uh-huh. because it can be super interesting and uh-huh. compelling. Uh-huh. Um, and this is one of those times where it really was uh-huh. uh, just like the, the challenges uh-huh. of being a parent and having the jobs that they do. Uh-huh. Uh, that's drama in and of itself. I uh-huh. mean, that's enough. Uh-huh. Um 
So I really enjoyed this episode. I, I liked sort of like the fact that it didn't really, their problem didn't really have a conclusion because there's no way that you can really solve trauma mm-hmm. in, in 45 minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just sort of this conclusion of like, well, we're just going to provide her the happiest, most stable environment that we can mm-hmm. for now. And if something happens, then we'll, we'll deal with it when it mm-hmm. happens. But hopefully if we give her the stability she needs, we, mm-hmm. we won't have to Uh deal with that or there won't be anything that we can't handle Uh um and that's a great way i think to approach it because Uh you don't want to treat michaela like she's glass and gonna break for the Uh rest of her life Uh because that's not a fun childhood for anybody in the long run and that's that likely is to just add on to trauma in the future anyway so just now but um you know they have to find a balance for that mm-hmm. and i think this is this was a good start to it mm-hmm. and can we just talk about how sweet adam is <laughs> because i, I love him so much i know like that little video of him and mac like on his phone <sighs> what the, the heck that was the cutest thing i have ever seen in my life the burzik family content this episode was everything i had been wanting for so long and more and i just loved it because it was just like even like even at the beginning of the episode of even though uh, mm-hmm, Adam talking to the therapist yeah but even yeah. with Adam not living with them I guess now what yeah dumb shit reason still that is but it was just still for him to be there and th- that was so important and like this is yeah the- I think this episode cleared up some questions that people have because mm-hmm. when the last episode ended you didn't know if that meant like is he not going to be involved at all or is he just not yeah. living with them yeah and the answer seems to be he's just not living with them yeah like he's still involved Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's burgess and mac living together only Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so which that makes more sense than what it sounded like in the episode which yeah which would have been more traumatic for mac (laughs) yeah because it just felt very like within the the other previously burzik focused episode it kind of made it seem like Adam's kind of cut out a, a bit yeah and case. that's not what no. we saw here no, so not at all it's it just means they're not living together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so I mean okay <laughs> sure yeah. um but I did I did really love Adam in this episode he was just whatever mm-hmm. whatever Kim and Mac needed him to be that's mm-hmm. what he was mm-hmm. and that was just perfect like mm-hmm. I oh, I'm kind of I understand burgess's hesitation to a certain degree mm-hmm. but i i am reaching that point where i'm like do you not see that this man will literally do anything for you i know like maybe he doesn't have the best impulse control in the heat of the moment but who does yeah yeah that's literally the only thing he's done wrong is that he, mm-hmm. he doesn't have all of his impulses totally under control because he's a very protective caring man mm-hmm. I, I just like I really want her to, to see that to recognize mm-hmm. the fact that he's literally doing everything that he can to make sure that she and Mac are comfortable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he will keep doing it because mm-hmm. he loves the both of them so Dear much late. and I'm so like uh, Kim 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 like when he bought he, the house, he bought them a house. And he's like, I don't even have to live here with you. What? He bought a house and he doesn't even have to live in it. Like, uh, it's just wonderful. And I can, I appreciate like once again, we don't get comedic plots in um, 
Chicago PD, if ever really anymore, which is still heartbreaking to me. But to see in the house of like the Disco Bob cutout to still be in the house, enjoy, love that little yeah. moment in there. Yeah. Um, but I like I, I, just a little small petty thing. I like the confirmation that Disco Bob is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I, yeah, no, that was, there's just so much messiness with Disco Bob. And it just, ultimately, it was just hurting Adam more than anything. For yeah. him to be on. Like, I don't, Adam's yeah, clearly been through enough. He doesn't yeah. need any more of that. No. Let him be. We don't happy. need, we don't need you hanging around. Mm-hmm. Just go so, ahead and go. It's Disco fine. Bob is off in Florida playing the ponies, apparently. So, that's fine. He can do whatever he wants. Just mm-hmm. stay away from Adam. That's all mm-hmm. I ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I really, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was mm-hmm. great. Again, the same complaints always stand with PD, which is like, if this show had more balance, we could have more evenly paced episodes mm-hmm. and not feel like there's been such a time gap between the last time we saw Burzik mm-hmm. and now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Cause like, uh, that just drives me crazy and it, that doesn't just apply to Burzik I mean that applies to everybody mm-hmm. I feel like we never see Kevin because mm-hmm. he like everybody else he gets to focus every, like once every four episodes mm-hmm. or something ridiculous because we have no idea so, what ha- did Celeste ever call him back we don't know probably not because they can't let Kevin be happy no and when I can bet you we're not going to find out just no, like how probably not I remember- because we have one episode left at this point yeah. and the- it's not going to be mentioned, which also I know we we love you, Lauren, dearly from the Locker Room podcast because she was very a little bit annoyed because finding out toward the end of the episode of obviously Adam gifting Kim the house, we don't get told if like is he going to live with them? We don't yeah, know. There's no answer yeah. on the the final yeah. issue in this episode, which is like, does he live with them or do they just live there without yeah. him? Mm-hmm. And apparently, I think I guess Leroy's like said it. He was like, no, there, there's that's not going to come up again before the finale ends and Lauren was like why this is my cliffhanger I know it was a good of any cliffhanger nobody's dying for them that's true I mean it's a better cliffhanger than last season's cliffhanger yeah yeah that was some traumatic shit Mm -hmm. um I do want to give PD credit though with this like with the whole case of I mean it crazy guy trying to replace Nerys family murder lost kid john doe at some point reconfiguring his life after trauma and then having to dive back into that trauma pd did make me cry with that ending oh no yeah me too them finding I, the whole the, the case the case was handled very well mm-hmm. like i mean mm-hmm. the buried memories thing is oh. Uh, oh. like that's a controversial thing to begin with mm-hmm. anyway like i don't know if you've ever watched any true crime documentaries that no. have anything to do with that oh mm-hmm. watch the keepers Mm. watch the keepers on netflix okay. um that deals a lot with buried memories mm-hmm. um and i it's a little controversial because sometimes it's it's sort of hard to tell like if somebody's just making it up or mm-hmm. if it's legitimately a buried memory and things mm-hmm. these things happened mm-hmm. uh, because it relies a lot a lot of it is like stuff that happened to you as a kid and, and like you grow up as an adult it's still mm-hmm. there in the back of your mind and you don't mm-hmm. know and suddenly it just pops up yeah which i and so a lot of people doubt like mm-hmm. it did that happen or as a kid did you imagine it and mm-hmm. reinterpret it as something else which is what happened to this guy which they did it like really well of like something so small of being like the kid seeing pink dust like mm-hmm. floating around and like what is the kid and, like 
all the police officers and everybody and most of the psychiatrists were like he's just repressing abusive parents and whatnot and then lo and behold the pink dust the kid was talking about insulation Insulation. and Mm -hmm. that's how kids interpret things they don't know and uh, what it to be and so that's right and he was so little he didn't even know his parents names yeah which oh so how's he gonna know what insulation is Mm -hmm. in a roof he's not Mm -hmm. i mean and that's heartbreaking by the way Mm -hmm. like the idea of a kid being so small that the only thing he knows is that his parents are mom and dad Mm-hmm. and that that's it he doesn't know their names mm-hmm. he doesn't need to know their names he doesn't know i mean he knows his name mm-hmm. but that's it mm-hmm. so it's like and he's so small mm-hmm. Ugh, that's just heartbreaking to me like it the was. idea of parents being lost like the reverse <sighs> of a kid being lost mm-hmm. oh man because then yeah. i mean i i worked at this is a dose of real life i worked at disney world mm-hmm. um for like a semester of college (laughs) um and we did have a lost kid who was really small and he like we would ask him what's your parents phone number what's your parents names you know what how Mm -hmm. because security needed to find them and that's what would happen we would find the kid we would tell security and they would find the parents Mm -hmm. and it there this kid was so little he he didn't he didn't really know luckily these parents were smart and they like had their phone number like written on his arm oh so security took care of it and they Good. found them but like he didn't he didn't know their no. names to tell us like how, if we're gonna like radio and say these people yeah need to come here mm-hmm. we don't have any names to do that so that is a real thing that happens mm-hmm. and you know that like I said those parents were really smart to put their phone number mm-hmm. like they wrote it in marker on the kids like wrist mm-hmm. and that was smart so I'm just saying if you've got little little kids maybe do that if you're going yeah. somewhere with like a lot of people in a or even on place. the uh, even on the inside of the clothing you never know like something yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. somewhere where the kid mm-hmm. doesn't have to remember it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that would be great um that would probably be helpful mm-hmm. but yeah I mean that's a that's a real thing that happens because kids only know mm-hmm. what they need to know mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. they're like innocent little beans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was really sad, first of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then second of all, him growing up, not like being told that his parents were abusive and not really remembering that they weren't Ugh. like that would be, I don't know. I just imagine like the relief of seeing those whole movies and like him realizing that what he remembered is right. He was mm-hmm. loved. He grew up loved. I know, and I'm getting like all teary-eyed because it was that was like we don't always get the satisfaction of that on Chicago PD a lot of the time. No, we don't. Yeah, you're and right. so it's just it it just very much warmed my heart. And like you said, for this guy to know that his parents were good parents and they cared about him deeply, yeah. and you could see it on this like home well, video. I mean, he spent his whole life being told like, mm-hmm. no, your parents were abusive. You just don't remember. Mm-hmm. Like. I just can't imagine what that would be Mm -hmm. like just having someone tell you instead of Mm -hmm. like letting you like believe what Mm -hmm. what is in your own in your own mind like you Mm -hmm. can't trust yourself Mm -hmm. that would just that would be hard to live Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. gosh but yeah that case was really compelling Mm -hmm. really hit home in a in like a a good way Mm um yeah I really enjoyed that Mm -hmm. um that whole episode of course what follows that episode oh is a white episode that i and an anna episode 
are they, I don't, do they know just like none of this is helping me to not hate Voight more and more? <laughs> like, it's not helping. <laughs> it's not making me like him in any more way. It actually is making No, me see, this is more. what I wonder. Are the writers in such a bubble that they don't realize Voight is like a horrible human being? I, I don't know. Or he comes across like a horrible human being? I don't know. Do they just think that we're going to love him no matter what? Good question. Because that's not true. No. Furthest thing from it. That has never been true. No. Uh, anyway, this episode is called House of Cards. And the summary is, as the team closes in on drug kingpin Javier Escano, Voight is forced to lie to his undercover informant Anna to keep her on track. Their deteriorating trust threatens an increasingly tenuous operation. Can I say it's more, there was more than just lying going on of like gaslighting uh, and like uh-huh. so, so much. Poor Anna. Like oh. no wonder she doesn't know what's up and what's down. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, so this episode again we're back on the escano stuff which is not particularly mm-hmm. thrilling mm-hmm. it's messed up mm-hmm. but it's not particularly interesting mm-hmm. um and we've got anna like they like they finally got her an in mm-hmm. and then they learn something about what escano has been doing which is basically um using rape as initiations so that he can then use the footage of the rape to blackmail the guys that were a part of the initiation yep. mm-hmm. and they find out that he ordered anna's rape yeah i think they they couldn't it, it's the approximate it's, assumption that or, yeah like it, it. it's the next logical leap yeah because knowing how long escano has been involved yeah. in all of this it's in all likelihood that he was involved in some way of either ordering it being there and or being involved in it yeah and it's just oh either way (laughs) that's something she needs to know yeah and you know Haley points this out in great detail to Voight saying she deserves to know like which okay first of all let's think about this you have a female informant right mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so you should probably listen to the female detectives in the room Mm -hmm. for their perspective Mm -hmm. on how you're treating your female informant Mm -hmm wouldn't you think yeah one would assume yeah not void void doesn't Mm-mm. doesn't care no. about that he's like no she doesn't need to know she's she doesn't good. need to know that we're this she's close. already confused enough we yeah. don't need to tell her that what yeah you do she needs to know yeah uh-huh but she's I, a victim like i deserve I, well, to find out <laughs> what like, um so yeah so that was the first thing and then Every time that Voight meets with her after that, it's like a little twist even further beyond just not telling her. Like he totally tells her another story that then gets her in trouble mm-hmm. because she tells it to Ascano. Mm-hmm. Like you, dude, <laughs> how long have you been on the job? You're, you're mm-hmm. making some really weird rookie mistakes. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like what? Mm-hmm. I'm getting Anna in trouble and then Anna's getting pissed at him and I don't blame her for that at all I would be too yeah and it's and it what was so heartbreaking for me especially is obviously all oh, this is going down Anna's losing it and then realizing in that moment where Escano tells her they weren't arrested for like carjacking or the car stuff or whatever 
they were arrested for this and she starts to make that connection of like and just of like oh this is like what I had to go through and then you could see as he was like patting her down to see if there was a bug on her or whatever if she had any wire or whatever on her she was like I think she was having bad flashbacks no she didn't want him touching her she did not want him touching her I felt so bad for her because I hated that like she you could see I give the actress credit because you could see how uncomfortable Mm -hmm. she was yeah it just it made my skin crawl when that happened and I was just like I hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it uh yeah and so I think I, I, that ending the ending of the episode to me is pretty obvious that like sh- her cover is blown I would mm-hmm. think because mm-hmm. freaking Escano was trying to kill her mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I mean okay mm-hmm. uh which to me would immediately I've been worried about her son this entire freaking time mm-hmm. because yeah I just uh, that uh, it, it worries me mm-hmm so uh, I'm stressed about that part like I care less about Voight but I I do I want Anna to like not become either a villain or a victim because of Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. and I'm afraid that she's going to become one or the other Mm -hmm. and it'll be all Voight's fault (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's you know that's fun uh but of course this episode has to end on like (laughs) a to be continued of course they can't like not do that of course. No. and you know Berzik's had enough trauma this season so who do they inflict the to be continued trauma on now upstead <laughs> upstead <laughs> like okay yeah like not yeah. even just like something like fade to black no Haley goes boom yeah Haley went for a ride she yeah. like flew like several feet in the air yeah that was like somebody I found it like somebody screenshotted it and she's like way way high up uh-huh. in the air in the screenshot and I'm like oh my gosh uh-huh. that's terrible uh-huh. and it ends with like with Jay like screaming her name uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. uh, so that was fun that was a fun you know thing to happen at the end of the episode yeah. but but one thing we're hoping for with this you know I don't want anything bad to happen to Haley, but hopefully she goes to Chicago Med and we see the brother we see Will and Will learns that his brother is married. Yeah, or we find out they've known he's known all along, and we were just not allowed to be privy. That's to that true too. I mean, he obviously talked to Jay like about uh, <sighs> Kevin's apartment building. So, like, why if you're talking about yeah. that, why wouldn't you also throw in, "Hey, bro, I got married." I know. So, so hopefully, there's just some mention of like, "How's my sister?" Uh, let me see my sister-in-law. Like, and just, I just need something. Give me something. Right, right. I'm with you. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would be best. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. There, like, when said they were working on a house to brothers scene, but who knows if it actually happened before they stopped filming? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Ooh, I guess mm-hmm. we'll find out. Mm-hmm. it's really close now oh my gosh mm-hmm. um so that was that episode now i do let me pull up the email because we did get a listener email which by the way our email is ladies at mollies at gmail.com mm-hmm. so anytime you have thoughts on the episode or thoughts on the ships or mm-hmm. theories or whatever you can email them to us yeah. and we will be happy to discuss yeah. them we have one right now from whitney um and she has a very detailed theory like um she 
basically she says that Haley will still be knocked out and then Jay will go to the hospital with her and Will is going to be her doctor, which yes, please. please. We would like that very much. Um, and she's like, Will finds out they're married. So someone else has to be her doctor. <laughs> so I guess conflict of interest. Yeah. He fair. wouldn't be able to be Haley's doctor. That's yeah. fair. Um, and then she, she thinks that Jay and Voight are going to come to blows over Anna um that anna should know you know the truth and that it's his voice fault um and he wants to know oh she thinks that anna is she thinks that maybe they might think that anna is the reason Haley got blown up oh never thought about that before them thinking like mm-hmm. maybe anna sold us out mm-hmm. huh oh. i didn't think about that angle yeah no neither did i that could be interesting mm-hmm. um let's see what else is interesting? oh and then she says but Haley is fine yeah she'll she'll be fine that's what our hope is i mean we, we've seen like like the screen caps of like some parts of the other stuff. she just has a cut yeah. on her face i yeah and, there's like some bts stuff where she's like she's just got like a little cut yeah. with a little bandage with maybe a concussion so yeah hopefully it's she nothing. should be okay yeah um we think <laughs> hoping um she's predicting like a concussion and maybe some like broken ribs Mm -hmm. is what Whitney says that she thinks will happen I mean to be fair Haley wasn't like right next to the truck at least she but obviously within blast but she got thrown oh yeah there was was that's the part that's concerning yeah um and then she's hoping for an amazing upstead scene which uh, well I mean I hope I hope there is an amazing upstead scene but I don't know. I kind of feel like the finale is going to be jam packed. So I'm not sure. Plus, we know yeah. the show is terrible at balance. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure about that, but I hope so for you, Whitney. Mm-hmm. I hope you get your upstead scene that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was Whitney's thoughts and her theories and opinions. Um, that was nice to get. I was happy to see that email come in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, if you guys have anything you want to share with us, you can do the same, or Twitter DMs are always open mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, send us your thoughts and your whatever you're thinking or feeling. We'd love to hear it, mm-hmm. especially next week because we're all gonna need support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We're gonna need some group therapy. That's, mm-hmm. that's gonna be mm-hmm. a thing. Which, just a reminder, our episode on the finale will not be next week. It'll be like the week after. Because mm-hmm. right? I'm gonna be on vacation and I'm gonna vacation. be watching the episodes from my hotel room which will be fun and i still will live tweet but right. it uh it doesn't make for recording easily unfortunately no it doesn't <laughs> so yeah so finales they're upon us and you know it's they're always tv in general they're just they're trying to make us stressed out i'm still i'm gonna cross my fingers hope for the best and Hopefully everybody makes it alive. And you know, even especially with Chicago PD, I'm ready for Sergeant Halstead era and I need it. I, I feel like based on things we've read that we might get it. I don't like, know. Leroy said something about everybody needing to step up in a different way. I'm like, what does that mean? Uh-huh. I need to see Jay behind Voight's old desk. because I, I mean, it would like- be a welcome change. Is all I got to say. Also, can they bring in some like a couple of new people for the unit? I know, and I'm I'm gonna rant about this once again. Not enough Trudy, barely. Nope. 
teeny bit of treaty. Utilize treaty more. I need more treaty. She is- and still listen. I know we're so far past this at this point, but still no explanation for Rojas. No, still mad. It's never going to happen. Like no. they said in the interviews between those seasons, you'll find out. No, we did not find out. No. You never told us. That's that was a lie, and that was rude. And I'm. Very she mad just vanished. That. Like no one cares. She's just gone. Mm-mm. Whatever. Like seriously, Mm-mm. seriously. Mm-mm. But really, I, I need PD to not, like, the mostly, can we just have, like, a nice finale season? Just not cliffhangers, please. please. <laughs> Good luck with that. I know. I, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I, can, I can wish and dream and hope for the best, but I know this is also one Chicago we're talking about, so they do like to cause pain, so yeah. I do understand. I would say you're, <laughs> we're just going to have to distract ourselves for the next few days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that uh we're not totally focused on the finale stress read mm-hmm. some books mm-hmm. <laughs> uh there's uh ooh, ooh. if you like romance books just a recommendation because i'm looking at my shelf over here uh emily henry's new book book lovers mm-hmm. super good it has major hakami vibes i'm just mm-hmm. saying okay okay you should get it and you should read it and it is it is so good mm-hmm. uh and i haven't read it yet but um Christina Lauren just came out with a new book. One of my favorites. Okay. Uh, and then um, I've been recommended to read this book called Set on You, which I hear is delightful. Ooh. And the main character is based on Chris Evans. So oh. do with that what you will. Can, Logan, can you text me that, please? Yeah. <laughs> I will me text too. you. I have it on my shelf. I'll yeah. text you a picture of the cover, too. If anybody doesn't know, <laughs> Logan and I and our dear friend Katie, we have a. She's deep- the one who recommended it to me. Katie. she read it and she was like Katie okay you need to read this so but we all have a deep love yeah. of Chris Evans so if there's anything Chris Evans related yes yes we do yes mm-hmm. I will send you the picture of the book Thank so you. you can find it because I'm excited to read it when I get to it but I have too many things on my TBR so <laughs> there's that distract yourself by reading you could also try you know reading fanfic because mm-hmm. I maybe just posted a new one today go read it it's I don't good. know if you want to yeah. if you want to mm-hmm. you don't have to mm-hmm. I mean it it is uh, this one is the one is one that makes me nervous because it's more original than like actual fanfic because <laughs> it's about Bretzi's daughter and Stella Ride's son so it's not really about like them it's more it's, about their kids it's as, yeah. just with everything you write Logan it's fantastic uh thank you uh anyway I don't know how people will react because I don't know how like original stuff does clearly in this fandom I don't know I've never done I've never Mm -hmm. written it before Mm -hmm. so that's new for me that's distracting Mm -hmm. me (laughs) but also what's fun that we were both talking about before we started recording was was like uh, a solid 15 minutes mind you (laughs) solid 15 this is true (laughs) the the new I don't know if you guys have seen it on Twitter but it's been hyped like crazy and it's Uh totally worth the hype Uh um the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie on Disney Mm -hmm. plus Go watch it right now. It is such a joyful, hilarious movie um, with like some nice emotional beats too. Mm -hmm. Like I really enjoyed it. If you liked the Disney afternoons as a kid, Mm -hmm. go, go watch it. It's like, it's not a literal rescue Rangers movie. Like, like it's not a reboot. It's not a reboot. No, no, but it has like, it's got all kinds of tributes to rescue rangers i mean Uh like there's merchandise that like i had as a kid Uh 
in the movie like it's it's really great um and just really i feel like respectful to the show mm-hmm. um plus brilliantly creative with all the things that are it's it's insane i don't want to like spoil anything no, because some of it should good. totally be surprises yeah like I, if i my recommendation would be don't look into it no don't look in the search anything about it just go to disney plus and watch it knowing nothing that's and the it, best way to watch it the one thing i'll say is they didn't have to go as hard on so many small details as they absolutely did and the disney legal department deserves all of the awards all of the oh coffee all of the everything for the hard work they put into this movie because i know it was the legal department that had to do a lot of heavy lifting like this movie has no business Mm-mm. being as hilarious as it is mm-hmm. no business whatsoever like there it just there are certain jokes that i feel like are not legal <laughs> no but like deep like... cuts of things you forgot about but they dive into and that it, it's so it's great just, it's so good it's so good oh my god go go watch it like yeah you will laugh and it will make you feel better about your finale mm-hmm. stress mm-hmm. trust us Just it's go watch so it. funny um yeah so there's that that's new but those books and that are pretty much what I'm distracting myself with right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um so anyway but there's that so that's your your little dose of happy mm-hmm. at the end of pd mm-hmm. um yeah, so it's, you know, it's like I said, as with everything, just take this next few days because we are releasing this on the day before the finales. So just take that deep breath before the finales because it's going to be fine. And we're all going to be here for you along with the locker room and ladies uh, and with Meet Us at Molly's, not in addition to Lady Night, Ladies Night at Molly's being ourselves. <laughs> so I'm sorry because I'm very just still focused on Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So I'm sorry, but it's going to be fine. We're all here for you. So just take that deep breath and enjoy it. Like we're yeah, for sure. I mean, we've talked about within the pod squad being each other's like support group. We're like, mm-hmm. we're gonna need this immediately after the finale's end. So mm-hmm. we understand. Mm-hmm. We got you. Mm-hmm. It it'll be okay. We'll make it. Will it. Be. it will we'll, be. We'll make it through. We hope. We yeah. think. We, we're counting on it. And then <laughs> yeah, and you know it it'll be nice. Our podcast episode about the finale will drop like a little bit later than probably some other episode than other podcasts, which you know is fine, but it gives you time to process the finales too. So go listen to their episodes that'll likely drop sooner. But then you get you get to rest for that little bit, process your thoughts, and then we'll be here to discuss it. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I mean I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm glad we're not recording for a little while after the finale because I'll probably need that time to process. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely they'll be out like I know meet us at Molly's, they're like there. on it. Yeah. So you'll at least have them for sure. Yeah. Plus they're doing the interview with uh Derek before. Mm-hmm. so you'll have that as well mm-hmm. which will probably help you because his interview last year helped me a lot like good. good it did um so yeah there's that too so look out for that that's cool um but yeah mm-hmm. that's that's been our discussion mm-hmm. about the last two one chicago's mm-hmm. and now all that's left is the finale mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. can't believe this here already that's crazy i know it's which is crazy this is our first full season for the past two years and yeah. so it feels crazy it did it seems like it went by fast but really slow at the same time I don't in certain parts so crazy yeah because episode I mean season eight got of uh, uh well season eight of fire but the other mm-hmm. shows too got caught off at episode 20 mm-hmm. and then last season they only had 16 mm-hmm. 
So yeah, this is our first full season since season seven. Oh, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy, that's crazy, crazy. that is actually crazy. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. oh man. Uh, well, but Godspeed and good luck. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I believe it is time for us to go mm-hmm. because Herman is is uh, kicking us out. It's last mm-hmm. call. We mm-hmm. got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as always, Logan, it's always the most fun talking to you about all of this. So much fun. Mm-hmm. So much fun talking to you too, Kim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to talk about the finale with you. I and know. The next time we get to I record, know. it's going to be great. So yeah. <laughs> so people, do not forget our DMs are open. Our email, which Logan, yep. will you please say it one more time? Ladies at mollies at gmail.com. Thank you. And so, yeah. So just as any thoughts come to you, just send them. Because, you yep. know, clearly with chatting about Whitney's email, we'll talk about it. So yep. just send them on in. Exactly. And we're also on Instagram. Mm-hmm. ladies night at molly's the full ladies night at molly's mm-hmm. i've been trying to like live post during the episode on instagram which is a lot easier for me than twitter i don't know how you live tweet all the time it. but you love it i instagram is so much easier for me but um i've been trying to post like during yeah. the episodes and post yeah. some fun things over there so also go check out our us. instagram because logan yeah. did a cool thing with like taylor's uh, yeah i did play- like a stellaride taylor's version playlist yeah amazing the link um i put it as a highlight on our profile so if you want to go through it you can do that at the end of it is a link to an actual playlist on spotify so there you go go check that out (laughs) herman's giving us the dirty look now so i think we gotta go we gotta go yeah all right well i'll talk to you later bye logan bye